This is Fighting Drunk from the Guild HMB, and you're listening to the Escape Pod cast. This show was recorded in front of a live studio audience. Alright, guys, we're done. Can I get that beer now? Cheers. One is a territory war specialist from Australia. The other is a territory battle tactician from the U.S. Together, there are no signs of intelligent life on board. But with over a combined 45 years of entertainment under their belts, the one thing we are sure of is that you will be entertained. The CFH Network presents The Escape Pod Cast, a weekly show about the mobile game Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Live from the network studios of Yavin 4, here are your hosts, Scotty McLaren and Paul Anthony. Coming up on this week's edition of The Escape Pod Cast, the first Grand Arena Championship exhibition round has begun. And it's done. Scotty, push the button. Don't mind if I do... Hey, wait a minute. Let's just restart. This is Fighting Drunk from the Guild HMB, and you're listening to the Escape Pod cast. This show was recorded in front of a live studio audience. All right, guys, we're done. Can I get that beer now? Cheers. territory war specialist from Australia. The other is a territory battle tactician from the U.S. Together, there are no signs of intelligent life on board. But with over a combined 45 years of entertainment under their belts, the one thing we are sure of is that you will be entertained. The CFH Network presents The Escape Pod Cast, a weekly show about the mobile game Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Live from the network studios of Yavin 4, here are your hosts, Scotty McLaren and Paul Anthony. Coming up on this week's edition of The Escape Pod Cast, the second Grand Arena Championships have begun. And matchups seem out of whack for some, but why are Scotty and I not worried? We dive into all of this with Cubs fan Han. The territory battles of Geonosis will take a little longer than they normally do, and that's alright as well. The Guild GP drop, the participation trophies, and the Nev gives us his favorite moments of the five pillar system in this week's Escape Pod Cast for Kids. With breaking news as and if it happens, this is the Escape Pod Cast. The Escape Pod Cast News. And hello and g'day and welcome to another edition of the Escape Pod Cast. And uh, look, guys, I've got to say that, uh, you know, we've seen so much come our way this week. We're going to get into the Grand Arena Championships. We're going to talk more about what's going on inside that territory battle as well. But, uh, Paul, I wanted to start off with something that uh, took me by a little bit of a surprise. And that was when I was doing my ship battles, because I love doing the ship battles, because I I've actually worked this out. And here's the thing. If you do your ship battles and you get to number one in the arena, right, in the uh, in the ships, and you get to number one in the arena, and then you manage to also then get, uh, that means you get around about 6.3 Zeta mats per week, okay? Throw in the fact, throw in the fact that you... 
Yep, and then throw in the fact that you also now that Capital Games have decided that you're always going to get a drop on uh, those Zeta mats now when you do those daily challenges for the Zeta mats which come our way. Uh, you throw that in, you're looking at around about 10 Zeta mats each week. So the ship's man is my, one of my favorite parts of the game at the moment, especially with the, uh, yeah, that means you get around about 20 Zeta mats. So that's a full Zeta that you could have each fortnight, which I absolutely love. So as I was doing my ship battles, man, I digress. I was doing my ship battles and then I noticed, hey, hang on, what's happening here? Where's the, where's the other ships coming from for Admiral Akbar? There's not, they're not there anymore. They've actually changed it, and it was a little bit of a visual impactful change that they've done with the way that they've done the combat displays. And look, I've got to say that it actually looks pretty cool. It just, you know, it just comes out of nowhere. It looks like the ship's actually firing uh, at the at the other opponents, which is pretty cool. I like it. What did you think of it, Paul? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the capital ship animations definitely have changed, and of course, except for their ultimate. Now, Scotty, I, I do want to point out one thing in your math. You forgot about the third day that Zeta mats are available. So technically it's 12. So it's less than a fortnight, my friend. It if is less than a fortnight. Yeah, yeah, if you're pulling if you're pulling first every single week uh, every single night, then you're definitely getting more Zeta mats than just you know, just those 6. Uh 6.4 yeah. as as you uh as you factored out. Yeah, sorry, I so, forgot about Sundays, guys. So I apologize. Yeah, yeah. So, but, <laughs> but yeah. So, so it, you know, the capital ships did take up a little bit of time. So they're giving you more time for you to to actually fight it out instead of going, haha, my, you know, my healing for for Mace Windu is going to kick in, and that's going to take an extra twelve, you know, twelve seconds to reconcile for that. You know, yeah, it's it, I I agree. Um, Admiral Akbar shoot, you know, seeing those ships fly in and then fly away. That, that's actually kind of fun. But your opponent ship still does a little bit of a turn to the side. It's annoying, in my opinion. But who cares? Mm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's really cool. Now, man, we've got to get into the territory battle. And uh, this is your part of the game, I've got to say. You love this part of the game. And uh, already, as a little bit of a uh, quick update, if you will indulge me here for a second, Paul, I've got my iPad with me today. I am organized, man. I am so organized this week for, for this once. show. For once! For once! You know, listener lounge, give Scotty a round of applause <laughs> for finally being organized. <laughs> Uh, so we've currently got five out of 33 stars. We've got another five hours to go until we move into the second phase. Uh, we're not that's where do we're it. current. Where, that's where we're currently at. Oh, I don't know, man. We're gonna get. We could get six stars here. Uh, where it's. Uh, we only need a little bit more, and uh, we need, where it's, we need eight thousand more, or we need eight yeah. million more, and the three yeah. pe and the three of the people who have not deployed, with, I mean. Honestly, with with less than six hours to go, the three people that haven't deployed, I mean, it's not going to matter, but it will matter for them for a certain territory battle tracking officer tracking <laughs> your guild's participation. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> yes, this is true. This is true. So there's three uh, that haven't. Uh, that's true. But I think that we'll do okay here. But look, man, I, I want to go over uh, this territory uh, battle, man. Like, it is... It's tough. 
for all you uh, you know newbies or perhaps even mid-game players as well that are uh, having a crack at this for the very first time or perhaps even you've decided to say, you know what, no, we're not ready for this as a guild. We're going to run the Hoth territory battle. Uh, look, this is tough. This is tough, tough, tough content. I mean, I had gear 12 characters that were getting smashed in the first round, uh, you know, but then I also had a few crashes here and there. But apart from that, you know, look, it, it's it's tough. Even the first round is tough, isn't it, Paul? Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I get into this later on. But uh, there's a certain ability of a certain Jedi that does certain things against certain characters. Son of a freaking mace. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, of course I had to run into him. And, and so, you know, as, as I mentioned, we're, we're going to talk about this more with, uh, with Grande Patron and Darth Microtransaction. You know, all of the, all of the final battles... Wait, uh, final waves of each, um, uh, ca each combat mission. mission. Yep. Thank you. Combat yep. mission is random. Are you going to get three entrenched characters? Are you going to get two entrenched characters? Do you get Shock T? Do you get Jolie Findu? Do you get Mace Windu? Do you do you get royally screwed over because RNG hates you? I mean, it. Mm. This is this is wild, man. I, I'm. Mm. I love the mode, and I do deep down love what they've done, but I yep. hate what they've done. <laughs> well, Paul, I want to throw this out there because, you know, look, when we had uh, CG Carry on the show, she actually threw something out there, and no other content creators actually discussed this, and I'm really surprised. She was talking about how she was really keen to bring in, uh, I guess you could say, vehicles into the game, you know, where people can actually start uh, playing as the vehicle, and they, they may not have any uh, sort of uh, character ties to them. Now, I don't know if you've noticed, but if you have a look inside the details of the Separatist Might, you'll notice that there's a... Hailfire Tank, which is in character combat only. There's not only that, there's the ATTE, which is in there. And uh, that's going to go head-to-head -head against you as well. And then there's there's just heaps others, like of all these little vehicles and stuff that we're going to be fighting against as well. I love that, man. That is pretty cool. We haven't seen those yet, but keen as to see them. I, I, I really cannot wait to uh, to see that. It's, you know, the dealing the physical damage to the target enemy with the Hailfire tank. That's for, that's for our Separatist characters. And, you know, the Metal Mayhem as well, which comes into well, it. But then the enemies have got the okay, ATTE. Uh, you know, I am looking at that. And I'm I'm not thinking that we're actually going to be these are the strategic abilities that you're talking about. Yeah. Um and so those are the things that you turn on and off with your platoons. Yep. So yep. it's just like the strafing run from above. Um in mm. in the Hoth territory battles and, and the ATST strike on the one in the in the Dark Side Territory battle. Um, it, it sadly, I would love to actually see that, um, happen, mm. you know, us to, you know, we have fought against the ATST, um, we have yep. in, in light side territory battles. And another thing that I really do enjoy is that there's the core ship that you can unlock in the later versions, um, uh, in, in the, in phase three of the Geonosis territory battle that, 
listen to this at level three if you can complete all of the ship all of the squadrons you will unlock plus five percent speed and yes. at the start of each separatist ally's turn they're going to recover five percent health and then equalize with other separatist allies mm. Mm. it's gonna be cool it's gonna be very very cool man that is over the top and especially the five percent health uh with your grievous teams man and the extra speed for him wow that's gonna be lots and lots of fun but Paul, I digress because, you know, as I say, man, like in, uh, what, well, how long is it from now? Around about five hours and 16 minutes from now, we're going to move into the second phase. And yes. in that second phase is a little creature that we've all been so excited to see inside teeny, the arena. Teeny tiny, teeny tiny creature. He's in there. It's the Ackley. And Yay! if you... And, uh, look, I've got, uh, you know, I know that you've got a, uh, well, a level seven. Uh, you've managed to get a seven-star uh, Brood Alpha. Well done. Congratulations on that. Uh, I only just managed to do it just a short time ago, guys. So I managed to do it as well, but that was just through Cantina Refreshes. That's how I managed <laughs> to get mine. Uh, you, you did it. You did it the free-to-play way and yeah. the very painstaking free-to-play way, if you will. Um, yeah. I do have to thank the Patreons of this show for helping me get to try to see the Ackley this time around. Thank you, guys. Yeah, and uh, look, guys, the Ackley is not going to be easy. I just want to go over the Ackley's kit for a second, Paul, if you'll indulge me. On and I'll go basic... the other side. And I'll, and I'll yep. go the other side on the benefits that you can get during it. Yep, sure. Okay. On its basic, it deals physical damage to target enemy and it dazes us for three turns. It's got an overwhelming fury as well, which I guess you could say is it's uh, AOE. It deals physical damage to all energies, enemies. Dazed enemies take bonus damage equal to 25% of their max health. This attack can't be evaded. Now, remember, you're going head-to-head -head here with only your Geonosians in, up against the Akalai. The terrifying roar. Dispel all buffs on all enemies. That's problematic. Remove 75% turn meter. The Akalai becomes enraged if it wasn't already. So this is like the mini raid. Good night. Up to four Jedi may be drawn to the battle when the Akalai uses this ability. This attack <laughs> can't be evaded. This ability starts on cooldown. This damn thing's going to wipe you out. No worries. Uh, it also it also has, at the start of the Akalai's turn, it gains 15% protection up stacking for each dazed enemy until the start of its next turn. At the start of the Akalai's turn, all dazed enemies are exposed as well for two turns. The Akalai takes 50% more damage when attacked during its turn, though. So that's good. And then meanwhile, the Akalai also then uses two abilities per turn and has plus 50% tenacity. The Akalai then deals 10% less damage for each Jedi present in the battle. Whenever it takes damage, it gains 5% turn meter, which can't be prevented. The Akalai is immune to ability block, daze, fear, health down, shock, stagger, and stun, as well as cooldown increase. And when the accountant begins, the Akalai becomes enraged immediately. While enraged, the Akalai deals 100% more damage, and while the Akalai is not enraged, it has a minus 20% speed, minus 25% offense, and minus 50% tenacity. It's problematic, in the words of Urzatron. Yeah. Yes, it's very. But we don't know exactly how we're going to be fighting these. 
Um, well, we, we do. We, we know, we know got, if... we've got to play, take the geos in. The, it's your five geos that you've got to fight. Well, we know That's... that. We know yeah. that, but we have to get there. I, I don't think we're going to... I don't think you're going to push play in wave one is going to be the Ackley. Remember, Kerry said that they've designed... The same person who designed the Malik event has designed the Ackley. Yeah. Yeah. So there, it's... there's got to be, there's got to be, in, in in the words of Carrie again, there has to be a nesting doll of some type for you to get there. Because don't forget, um, go, go ahead and uh, give your impressions on this real quick, because there was something I saw that that totally blew my mind as far as fighting the Ackley, and it was something of the fact where, you know, for every time that you you defeat a group, you start gaining these certain stacks, and once you hit 10, something happens. I have to find exactly where that's at. Yeah, okay. Um, well, look, for me, uh, like, you know, I'm... Uh, it says here, Frightening Adversary, and that's one of the uh, that's one of the abilities that the Accolade's got. <laughs> they got that right. This damn thing is frightening. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared, Paul, of this thing. I know I'm going to get my butt absolutely handed to me. I kind of hope we don't have to go through... Okay, because we know it's a special mission, right? I, I, I'm i kind of hoping that we don't have to go through a bunch of clones and a bunch of Jedis first to then get to the Ackley. I want to just go straight in and see the Ackley because that damn thing's going to just smash you from the get-go. So, you know, it's... I mean, it's already got enrage up from the start. So, you know, like, I, I want to just go but it in loses and just it. It, fight it. So yeah, it, it's it losing enrage, which is good. Yeah, yeah, it does. But having said that, I just want to go straight in. I don't want to be... Uh, you know, fighting any other characters first. I just want to go straight in and see this thing. Uh, you know, I'm just keen to see the animations on it as well. Like, I know that the animations on it are going to be absolutely sensational. This is not going to be an easy event, guys. So, yeah, if you've got your characters up... And by the way, you need to have your Brood Alpha up to 16.5 for this to even get into this uh, particular event. So you'll certainly need to have that. So, you know, uh, look, if you want to know what uh, the easiest way is to get to 16.5, well, I can tell you, you can get to 16.5... Uh, if you've got your Brood Alpha at around about 6 star, but whether or not that'll let you... Uh, level 6, sorry. I, I'm not... I, whether or not that'll let you get into the event or not, I'm not sure. Uh, you might need a... Uh, you do, you a can do 6. You, you can, can do, do six? 6? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So th that, that just gets you to the threshold, right? But you've got to have all of the abilities maxed out except for his Zetas. Now, I don't have the Zetas on him. I've got four gold mods on him. Uh, one blue mod and one purple mod. Uh, I've actually modded him for lots of speed and potency. Uh, it's probably not the right way to go about it, but you know we'll see. The only reason why I thought potency is because, as his lead, uh, as his lead Zeta uh, shows, sorry, the Queen's will, uh, he's got sixty percent uh, tenacity. Sorry, the tenacity. I've gone with tenacity. So he's, uh, yeah. So he's got the plus sixty percent tenacity. So I want to give him more tenacity and uh, see how he goes. So yeah, but. Uh, yeah, so I'm at my. I digress. Eighteen three three four is what my Geonosian Brood Alpha is right nice. now, and uh, nice. he's he's ready to go. Mine's sitting at one sixty eight seventy two. I have him at gear ten with both yep. of the top two pieces 
Uh, oh, and I also added a lovely droid collar to the bottom left. Uh, nice. I have Omegad, uh, only Omegad, his clay, glaive sweep and his conscription. Yep. So he takes the he he helps with the buffs and helps with the debuffs, and he's all oranged as far as his mods. You know, I just threw what I could. I wanted to get him to sixteen five. There's one, I stun guns. You know, you yeah. know me and stun guns. We're we're not friends. Uh, yep. But uh, Scotty, I found the uh, I found the thing, and it's actually the ability during the Ackley fight. It's called Separatist Motives. Separatist mo- motives is as such. Whenever this character defeats an enemy. All Separatist allies gain a stack of Separatist affiliation for the rest of the battle, with a maximum of 10 stacks. If they hit that 10 stacks, it becomes loyalty. Now, affiliation does 5% more damage with non-health-based attacks, but loyalty is 50% more damage, so that's the 5 times 10, but... At the start of the turn, they recover 10% health and protection, and all other defeated allies with Separatist loyalty, loyalty, or and when defeated, all other allies with Separatist loyalty recover 50% of their max health and max protection, and they gain 100% of the defeated allies' offense. <laughs> what? And 15% of their max health until the end of the next turn. So... It's time to take out those Jedi that are sitting around that, if you if you will. Especially if maybe one of them's entrenched and you've cleared out any of those scary extra buffs that they get. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, wow, man, I cannot wait to fight this thing. I just really can't. I know I'm going to get my backside handed to me, but... You know, hey, I, I digress. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be really good. You know, I just just cannot wait to get involved in that. But I don't know, Paul. Have you? Let's go back through the details of what's also been released uh, with uh, this particular uh, update here and uh, inside the territory battle as to who you're going to be facing off against and uh, some of the characters that are new in certain ways that uh, have managed to make their way in and the other characters that uh, well probably are not really that new and uh first things first man i wanted to throw out there that there is a couple of uh clones that uh i've got a funny feeling that could be coming into the game at some stage it's nice to see ponds in there scotty 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 you're gonna summon mcmull if you say that two more times Ah, clones, clones, clones. We need to get McMullen here. I, I can see Pons in there, uh, Arc Trooper, Clone Commander, Clone Sharpshooter, and the Clone Medic. Now, out of all of those characters that, uh, you know, we've already seen those in the first phase of the Territory Battle, which is really cool uh, at the time of recording. That's the only phase that we've actually seen so far. Out of all of them, their animations are pretty sweet, but the best one out of them all is that Clone Medic. I love that character. I cannot wait to see it uh come to the game hopefully we'll be able to play with uh, that character at some stage paul uh, i i hope that thing never makes the, sees the light of day just like i hope jolie findu never sees the light of day <laughs> but why not speak- i mean like that that uh, medic would be cool that medic would be I, I, cool How we cool already is it? have gets- enough rezzing jedi with jolie himself do you really want something that's going to do more resurrections we already get upset 
when people leave turn meter on Night Sisters. We already get upset when people leave turn meter on JKR. Just think of what it's going to be like if you have if you start leaving turn meter on clones and there's a sharpshooter and a medic actually as a playable character. Scotty, you're never going to win. But I love it. I love it. And just imagine how good they would be for te- um you know for your territory wars and also you know your grand arena. I want that medic. I really do because that animation is so cool. It deserves to have its own place in inside the game. You should be then able rec- to play with it. Then record it and watch it on loop, Scotty. No. Not, I, I do not want to see that that make it to the playable arsenal of character items. I do. I do. I want to because I think we're going to need those guys for the uh, upcoming light side Geonosian territory battle. Because, I mean, they're, they're going to be awesome. And especially them under a Shark T lead. Wow. Look out. Uh, their kits are pretty good. And I, and I recommend people to actually read their kits as well as to what they've got. But there's two other characters that I also wanted to mention that are thrown in here too, Paul. And uh, one of them is one that I've been really keen to see come to this game for quite some time. And I'm glad that he's actually got his moment uh, in the game as well. We've been talking about this for quite some time. We said that Padme had to come to the game and Shark T had to come to the game. We called those two. The other one that we've also said that needed to come to the game, which will probably come, I wouldn't be surprised if it's very soon, Key Addy Mundy. He's in the game. He's finally there. And he's uh, someone that you fight against, actually. And uh, look, I I cannot wait to see him uh, at some point come to the game. But the other one that kind of surprised me was that we've got Padawan Anakin. Now, he's actually been in the game files for quite some time. If you go through the data mines, you'll actually notice that that he's been in there for a while. Uh, It doesn't look too much like his first two abilities are any different to what he already does as Anakin Skywalker, but the Padawan mind trick is a pretty cool little ability that he's got where he inflicts two damage over time debuffs and speed down on a target enemy for two turns and the attack can't be evaded. And he also has the plus 50% critical damage and he always critically hits. And if he's buffed, Padawan Anakin deals 20% more damage and 100% counter chance. So it's a little bit different to what we've seen uh, already from the normal Anakin Skywalker. Uh, But yeah, Padawan Anakin, I wouldn't mind seeing him come to the game as well. It's really boost those uh galactic republic jedi you know i don't want to see i i don't think that padawan anakin should be anywhere in this because what is on the surface of geonosis it's Geos. sand no it's and sand, sand yeah. oh yeah <laughs> padawan <laughs> padawan anakin hates sand so he should not be on geonosis you know, no, but seriously, the, if he was fighting 100%... against Tuscans, that would be fun. Fighting against the Ex- Tuscans, that would be fun. Exactly, but but he would have the same darn thing as Mace Windu and one shot Tuscans. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> But yeah, uh, you know, look, we got to get onto Mace Windu. His kit looks pretty good too. I love the fact the party's over. And, you know, for those of you that don't know about this, Mace Windu's damage instantly defeats Django Vet. Now, we're going to talk more about this later, but Paul, what did you do? What did I do what? What did you do in the Dark Side territory battle? Who? Which characters did you bring in against Mace Windu? I didn't bring it in against Mace Windu. They put Mace Windu against it. 
But Django no, Vett I'll tell you there. this. I'll tell you this. No, no, no. I'll tell you this. Before I went in, when I finally got to go in there, I asked, I asked Yevon for. I said, Yevon, has anybody seen Mace Windu? Nobody answered me. Nobody answered me. So I was like, oh, I'm going to bring in my bounty hunters. Here we go. I saw I saw Samuel Jackson, and I was like, I can't say that. I had to bleep it out later. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, when you read your post saying, God damn it, I just took Django in against Mace, I laughed so hard. It was hilarious, brother. I laughed very, very hard at that. That was very funny. Very, very funny. Hey, uh, mate, look, let's move on from that and some of the characters that we have seen and uh, let's talk about... Uh, some of the great things that are, of course, uh, well, happening here. And the first thing that I wanted to talk about is that uh, it has been confirmed. Uh, Carrie actually spoke to us about this uh, a little while ago, that those ship ability challenges will now drop a guaranteed Zeta. They're removing the zero and two options, so it's a guaranteed yep. Zeta every time. That's great. Uh, so that's finally dropped. A lot of people have been talking about that. And uh, not only that, look, I guess we've got to talk about well, the next we thing... Do. Before yeah. we do, did you also notice if you got an Omega guaranteed as well? Because both times I pulled one Zeta and one Omega. Yeah, I got an Omega as well. Each time? I did too. Yeah, each time, yeah. So that's much better as well, in my opinion. I'd gladly sacrifice the chance at a second Zeta for a guaranteed one Omega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no. no I uh, I, I, Kurt. Curtis and uh, Curtis and Hellenics both right now saying that they did not get any Omegas. Yeah, right. Ah, okay. All right, Ouch. Fair enough. That hurts, yeah. But I'll take the guaranteed Zeta every time too. Uh, absolutely. Uh, look, there is a problem uh, with the Dark Side Territory battle though, Paul. I'll let you take this one, man. The Guild GP yeah. drop. Well, the the GP drop, luckily people were able to recover in time enough for this because it happened, uh, I think it happened the day before um, that, that GOT yeah. became along. But I have a feeling, why did it drop? I think what we were seeing was a forward-facing version of a matchmaking algorithm that they were testing that ended up squeaking into... The whole uh, the whole code, because people were so incensed about the about how Grand Arena Championships were match made that they were like, okay, let's do this. And internally, they were supposed to be able to see the numbers of you know taking away your fluff. And I think that's what ended up getting posted when you logged in. It subtracted your fluff and wrote that as an internal number, but that internal number accidentally ended up player-facing or forward-facing, as they say. So, you know, they are probably working on trying to do a better Grand Arena Championship matchmaking system. And if it is true in what I'm, I'm speculating, we had 10 million GP of fluff that logged in, Scotty. In our guild. <laughs> wow. Really? Ten million. We dropped 10 million. I actually think it was 11.5 million if I added up everything that I saw us drop on. Wow. But, so... There goes my account. 
There goes your account. There goes Zed's account. There goes uh, my account. And we still need one of our, you know, one of our young Padawans. Um, and that equals the full, a full account. You know, mm. three and a half of our upper echelon gone. Wow. Wow. Well, on that note, uh, that's not a good note, but, uh, you know, but they but they are fixing it, right? They are fixing this. Oh, it's GP done. Drop. It's done. Yeah. yeah good, that, that they, fi- they fixed it a long time ago. And if somebody logged in from the time that they, uh, initially implemented the fix to the point where they, or they implemented the accidental bug and then, but it didn't take away any gameplay mind you so you're not getting your three clone War- clone wars chewy shirts for this to the time <laughs> that they actually implemented the fix those are two entirely different timelines that impacted nothing in your game so that's some good. people didn't even see this like i don't know well, maybe uh, anzgc while they were sleeping yeah i didn't see it i was i'm in australia we didn't see it um, you know, so we wake up and everything was fine, hunky-dory, and then we see this thing from Crumb and we're like, what the hell? Uh, so yeah, it's, uh, that's why I guess it pays to be in Australia from time to time, uh, as we'll find out a little bit later on with the Dark Side Territory battle. Yeah. But, uh, Paul, uh, I've got to ask you, man, how are you going in the Grand Arena? Now that it's, you know, the last one was problematic. They had the drama uh, where it just didn't fire properly, where they rebooted, and now we're back, uh, and we're doing it now. And the Grand Arena seems to be going along quite nicely. Uh, And we all got participation trophies, Scotty. We We all got participation trophies. We did, although but, I, I was uh, a little bit upset because I lost my ship progress, though. I I was at 10 out of 15, and I lost that. But anyway, that's a cool. I've managed to get that now. Uh, <laughs> I've got to actually say that I've actually... Uh, I'm now in the bronzium part now, Paul. I've managed to upgrade to bronzium. So I've managed to get into there. Where are you at? How are you going? Oh, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I have this I have this thing, you know, called a show that I have to prep for every day each week. It and I have to host trivia nights and, and last night oh, I had to host yeah. a scavenger hunt night. I haven't had time to work on all those feats, but uh, I did ha- I did I will admit I did take a chance to go sit down and on my lunch break and play the first round of GAC. I'm going to save that answer for when we talk to Cubs. Okay. Um, but as far as how the match felt, you know, I worried. I did worry that it wasn't going to be a fair match, but, you know, I think that it was. I, I, yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah, it is. It's a great. It's fantastic, man. It's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I am loving and, it. Uh, I've had yeah, two full and, clears. Uh, uh, there you go. There you go. But for me, the the big thing about this is that people who are up in arms saying, "Oh, it's off kilter. It's off kilter." I'm going to tell you this. It's going to even out in time. This is why Scotty and I are not worried. It will even out in time. You will be facing people that do lots of feats. You're going to be facing people in in those leagues. Then you're going to be facing people in certain GP brackets. And then you're going to be facing people that have certain, you know, if if it's all true, where it's the top 80 characters for our division, the average 
GP, you know, yeah, sure. Some of your top 80 are ships. I mean, how many people willingly take Admiral Akbar into into a, you know, into a Malik fight? Mm. Mm. True. I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, you know, you're right, Paul. I would never do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it, it's, it, yeah, and I think it's going to all even out over the course of uh, over the course of these exhibitions. Now, yes, they're going to wipe the data, but they've got matchmaking info. Yeah, they're going to they're going to wipe your progress so you're not going high up in the league right away because mm. they're still testing this out. We get one week of this, then they're coming back for is it four or five? Um, my uh, my brain has been uh, been fuzzy lately. I think, I think it's, it's a, four. Well, Four, yeah, it's four. Yeah. Um, it's and four. then past that, then it's going to stay consistent. And you will climb. And you will enjoy the, the benefits of these new leagues. Yeah. So, you know, it. give it time. Let it run its course. And you'll start facing those even matches in your mind as well. Mm, absolutely. Now... We've been given uh, the well the, all of the information as to what's uh, coming for July, Paul, and the daily login character will be Geo Spy. Surprise, surprise! It's going to be all about the Geos uh, yet again, or perhaps even this could be where we turn the table a bit. I'm not sure, but we've got uh, two no. separatist might territory battles coming our way uh, in next month. So I'd imagine that that would probably be yeah. So yeah, it'll it's be, a shift. Be, it's to, yeah, it's, it's a, a shift. shift back. If, if yeah. we're gonna play, if we're gonna play, uh, you know, Scotty speculation and Paul prognosticator right now, mm. I'm thinking that this is the shift of the ship meta back to the geos and the ah. ushering in of malevolence. Well, you could be right. In fact, I'd say you would be 100% right because the second time that the Millennium Falcon is going to be back for people to get, uh, that returns on the 4th of July. So happy Independence Day, guys. You get to fly around in your Millennium Falcon. Uh, that's back along with the Chewbacca legendary event as well. So best of luck on that. Uh, so yeah, I think you're probably right there that the Geos will probably make a way back. But uh, same again with Jedi Knight Anakin with the Kenobi ship. You never know. But look, I wanted what to also can doesn't what doesn't make sense in the territory battle right now? Have you have uh, you looked ahead? No, I haven't. Not really. No, I'm only really looking at Tom the Acklay at the moment. It's tomorrow. It is tomorrow. Why okay. is the Chimera there? The Chimera wasn't around technically at this point. So True. I think that the Chimera is going to be replaced by Malevolence, kind of how they sprung putting Phoenix in phase one of the Hoth light side territory battle a few, a few iterations after its release. I think they're just going to rewrite it to where you have the Malevolence with the Vulture droids. But they didn't release it yet so you've got the executrix yeah yeah 
Yeah, I think you're probably right. Um, we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. But look, I just wanted to go through uh, some of these. Actually, if you wouldn't mind, we've got the uh, other legendary events which are coming for July. We've got the Pieces and Plans, which is the BB-8 event that's coming you uh, back once again. So if you haven't got a seven-star BB-8, make sure you're ready for that. The Daring Droid is also back as well. Uh, that's the R2D2 one. Race Hero's Journey is also back. Luke Skywalker's Hero's Journey is back. But the question I ask, where's Malik? I waited. <laughs> I waited. I Malik on the bench. He's not there. I was so ready to go, Paul. I was ready. I've been waiting. I've been waiting because I nearly got through him last time. And I'm like, come on, where's Malik? I need to have my Malik. Everyone's talking about the Gear 13 Maliks that they've all got. And I'm starting to get a little bit jealous, jealous. So I just I just want a seven star Malik so I can platoon it. Damn TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know, I'm just a little bit upset there. But anyway, whatever. Uh look for all your new game players, uh get those characters. If you haven't got Jedi Training Ray yet, make sure you get her next month because she is certainly worthwhile getting. And if you're looking to go to another guild or perhaps even do something like where you're, you know, trying to farm yourself out there to other places. If you don't have a Jedi training ray, a lot of guilds still to this day will probably look at you and say, you don't have it? Mm, we're not going to let you in. Even if you do have a Malak and a Darth Revan and things like that. So they'll probably <laughs> just say that to you. Uh, all right. So, Paul, uh, look, you know, coming up next, man, we're going to get into the round hollow table, my friend, where we uh, catch up with uh, a couple of very, very big name guests, my friend. <clears throat> oh, yeah. 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 We're, we're, we're going to go big and we're going to go small. Why? Because we've got Grande Patron and Darth Micro Transaction coming up on the other side of this break. Real quick, before we throw in a break, though. Go on. Fine. For everybody in the listener lounge bagging on me for mispronunciation, Chimera, as Hellenix decided to point out to me. Chimera. All right, there you go. <laughs> We'll be back after the break on the Escape Pod. <laughs> hey there, it's Zylo Takedown from Takedown Games, and you're listening to the Escape Pod Cast. Micaiah's Modding Mayhem is the premier remodding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaiah's will rebuild your roster from top to bottom and give you consultation on where to go from there. Micaiah's has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and lots of useful additional services, including a full cleanup of your mods, loadout pages, PvP plans and more. Contact Micaiah's today on Discord at all lowercase case Micaiah's number 0127 that's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S number 0127 or at micaiasmods at gmail.com Micaiah's Modding Mayhem the official remodding service of the Escape Pod cast like what you hear on the Escape Pod cast? Want to support Scotty and Paul? Then sign up to be a Patreon. For as low as $2 a month, you can help them launch Escape Pods for months to come. Visit patreon.com slash the Escape Pod to sign up. Support us today. And now time for something completely shameless. This is your favorite YouTuber's favorite Greek-American swuggo YouTuber from the greater New York City area whose name has eight letters, beginning with an H 
and ending with an X. Want to guess who, TC14? Come on, guess. Horse box. Try again. Homeo box. Seriously? Horsebacks. You know what? Just forget it. I was trying to get you to say Hellenics, you get dumb droid. Anyway, welcome back to the Escape Pod cast with your hosts, Paul Anthony and Scotty McLaren. Take it away, boys. I have a droid to disassemble. Oh, dear. The Escape Pod cast the round holotable. And welcome back to the Escape Pod cast. And in this part of the round hollow table, I am extremely excited because we are joined by the ones, the onlys, Darth Microtransaction and also Grand Patreon or Grande, as we like to call him, who is back for another week with us. And I guess you could say it's the big and the small of things. Hello, guys. Welcome to the Escape Pod cast. Hey, man, what up? How you doing? That's quite an intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was great, Scotty. <laughs> hey, guys, nice. welcome along uh, to the podcast. First things first, uh, Micro, man, if you'll uh, indulge me for a sec. Man, have you been bringing it on your channel lately, bro? Congratulations on all the success <laughs> you guys have been having, man. Oh, yeah, sure, I suppose. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know, man, just do making videos. <laughs> See where it goes. <laughs> and man, Grande, man, you guys just uh, just continue to go from strength to strength. And uh, look, well done on everything you guys have been up to in the last week as well. Like it just continues for you guys as well, man. So congratulations to you, bro. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, all of our uh, our crew over there at RSG, Ranger, Infinity, they do a lot of hard work. I just take all the credit. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are talking about the Geo Territory battle, and at the time of recording, we've only seen the first phase of this come through. And, fellas, I'll uh, start with you first, uh, Darth Microtransaction. Man, what's your, what's your first uh, opinions of it so far, the Dark Side Geo Territory battle? Grand Patreon, you, you gonna take that? You gonna let him call me first? All right. You absolutely, he can call you first. It's fine. All right, all right. I'll, I'll answer Age the question beauty, for the class fine. here. Um, <laughs> so my opinion on it was, it's pretty fun. Honestly, I actually like having PVE content that I, I have to uh, use my brain for a second, or at least something new to read in the game. You know, the new texts and stuff are pretty cool. Entrenchment, I think, is a pretty badass mechanic. And so what's the deal with, I got to ask you this, because honestly, I don't know, is what is the deal with the bosses at the end? Is it different for different people? Because like, people keep saying conflicting reports of which boss is showing up where. Yeah. So I, I brought in, in my first battle, I brought in Darth Revan and I had, I think it was maybe Kit Fisto at the end or something like that. But of course, the time that I bring in Django Fett, guess who's waiting at the end? Oh, Freaking Mace Windu. No, Mace <laughs> Windu. There you go. Is sitting there. And of course, his special cut off the head of Django. F- Screw you, Mace. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, they they are all different. So the ads, the the uh, the characters surrounding them can be in different compositions, and the actual whichever one of the Jedi's you get at the end can be a little different. I think today, though, everyone cool. did get Shock T in one of them. No, Which, I didn't. I you didn't. never saw Shock T no, at the end? No, I didn't see her. No, I had uh, Ayla Secura and Luminara in one of them. That was now, that is true. Yeah. yeah I had them too. Coming. 
Yeah, uh, no, yeah. I didn't see Shark T at the very end at all of any of them. None. Interesting. But that might have been when my phone crashed. So, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, almost everybody I've talked to has seen Shock T at least once. Um, it's not super easy. The Shock T one, I mean, she's 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 pretty beastly. But yeah, they are. It is a little bit RNG on who you get. It's also a little RNG, I think, on how many characters end up with the special locked buffs too. Yeah. Some people have seen one entrenched character. Some people have said, "Well, my mind started with two entrenched characters." So, yeah, still gotta, I, still gotta I, work on that a little bit. I had three uh, in one of mine, uh, uh, you know, where I had entrenched characters in mine. Uh, so I was just like, "Wow, really? Um, I can't change that up." You know, <laughs> be nice, you know, especially now that I have that Geo Brood Alpha that's there, and I couldn't even put him in the leadership slot. So that was. I guess you could say problematic in some ways. <laughs> Had to use a bloody what's his name Poggle, and we all Poggle. know that Poggle's not a very good leader at the moment. So oh, he's a, he's OP. I don't know what you're talking about. How did you do? How'd you do on the GOTB? Uh, uh, the not yeah the geo the Geonosian mission. How'd you do, Micro? So I could do everything but like the special missions, basically the ones that require things, because I actually did not have Newt ready. So that was one of them. I got Bobby because I didn't have Newt. And then the other one, I just do not have the bugs yet. So I'm still working on the bugs. Okay. I was able to do 12 out of 12 on like everything else, but I couldn't. Very nice. The ones where I'm limited, I got stuck. But, you know, I have Malik and all that stuff. So it's just, it's pretty easy to to go through it. It wasn't really that hard. People were saying that it was like very, very, very difficult. And I didn't think it was like that difficult. I, I don't know what you guys' opinion on it was, but R- remember I- what Carrie called it, Barzo Barzo Trendy. <laughs> mm. so, I think I think kind of what happened is right. People just need to be prepared. You have a lot of people that are used to basically going in, put you know, throwing in a couple of platoons, going in and doing their special and doing their combat mission. And this TB is not like that right for right now. So yeah, you do have to go in there and do. Um, and do stuff kind of in a little bit better way, right? You have to wait for all the platoons, wait yeah. for your rest of your guild to fill the platoons, um, you know, the, and then after you fill the platoons, then you can go in. I will tell you, I mean, you know, we have people that had to give up Night Sisters. We have two guys that had to give up Darth Revan, you know, today, right? Because yeah. there's one Darth Revan top, one Darth Revan bottom. So trying to create a team, I mean, it's pretty easy if you didn't have to give platoons to say, oh, we'll just go separatists, you know, go separatists for the for the one spe- special mission, probably with IG-100. Bring in your geos. That's great. Bring in Alpha Brood and you might get far and you might not. Okay, great. And then just go Sith Empire Triumvirate Night Sisters. Well, here's the problem. Like seven dudes have to platoon those teams yeah. if you yeah. look at it. And so the challenge is, okay, and go one step further for the people who had to get rid of one of those special teams. And, uh, you know, it, it seems currently that it's probably a bounty hunter team that, that makes it as that fifth team or some kind of a hodgepodge bounty hunter team that makes it. Mm. We've had a couple of guys who maybe had to deploy a few things and they ended up, we have an interesting guy who actually got through it. He ended up having to deploy or excuse me, platoon, um, Dark Bastula, HK forty seven, and Sith and uh, Sith Trooper, and he actually put in crew and um, First Order Stormtrooper 
So he ended up with a three tank team to replace, and he he cleared the mission just barely. Wow. He said, but he was able to clear the mission. So it's these. What do you do when you had to platoon part of the quote unquote one of the best three teams? That's yeah. really where the challenge comes in. Absolutely, yeah. And you know, look for me. You know, like I I was lucky in a way. I mean, like because I live in Australia and my guild's part of the United States. So I woke up this morning and you know nice and early i was doing the breakfast radio show and i had a look and the platoons were already filled so i was like (laughs) what can i say except you're welcome (laughs) exactly (laughs) paul how did you find it man i mean like because you are our territory battle officer this is your game mode how did you find it well yeah i mean we talked about it a little bit in the in the opening segment but to to elaborate on it I'm more worried about what we're going to see tomorrow with how yeah. many dark yeah. side bascalas we're going to have to get rid of. I mean, Micro, did you have uh, just a quick question? Did you have what What was the most painful thing you had to get rid of? Because almost everybody had to. Oh, I was the same like Scotty. Like, I didn't have to give up anything either. Like, when I woke up, it was already done. I'm from Alaska, so normally, like, when I'm waking up at, like, 10 a.m. or, you know, bright and early, 10, 11 then the, everyone else around the world is already well and done all the work for me. And I can just casually stroll on in Nice. <laughs> the rewards. <laughs> well, what about uh, that? Then fine. Grande. Did you have to give up anything? Cause I know you're the same time oh, as yeah. me. Oh yeah. I had to, you know, I gave up um, dark side Basti and Sith trooper. Um, was, you know, we kind of, we've kind of worked it out. You know, we've worked it out. Um, you know, we have assigned platoons, right? I mean, we kind of micromanaged this one a little bit. Oh, yeah. As far as telling, you know, as far as saying, okay, you know, if everybody gave up three characters, then it would be, then we could kind of make this work. So let's work on, you know, if you're going to give up first order, you might as well give up seven of them, you know, if that's what you're going to give up. If you're going to give up, you know, um, troopers, you might as well give up all your troopers. And then if you're one of these guys that has to give up one of these main teams, you know, you know, like a Revan, like a Darkseid Basti, like a Sith Trooper, then we're, you're just, then that's it. You just have to do those two or three and you're done. Right. Hmm. And we did, you know, you end up with a couple of, I mean, there was, there was some weird ones in there. You know, we looked at it and we're like, could they put more veers in there? Like they really don't want you using Imperial troopers. <laughs> I wonder why. It, right? And, <laughs> but, but, you know, you start thinking about it and you're like, you know, they gained turn meter cause somebody died. This team, the teams we're facing are super tanky. I don't think you're going to get a whole lot of turn meter based on deaths. And, and, and so I'm not really sure or protection ups. Right. So you, you're not, you, you know, you're not, I don't really know if that, if, uh, if those teams would work so well, it, it well, would cause us, it would cause a tear in the, in the space time continuum, because <laughs> we all know the clone troopers became the Imperial troopers. Maybe so. <laughs> well, I, I've got to say that, you know, as I was playing this, you know, this uh, particular game mode, you know, look, I I really enjoyed it. And, you know, I was more so, I don't know about you guys, but I was more so looking at who are we fighting here? And, you know, I was clicking on each one of them going, oh, yeah, that's cool. Oh, yeah. Really cool. And, you know, I've got to say that the, the animations on that uh, clone medic, my goodness, how cool are they? Like where he's got the little box out yep. and up it goes. That's cool. <laughs> it is. They do have some really good um, mechanics. There's some great. Cl- there are some great enemies we're fighting for sure. Mm, I, I just want. I just want my Luminar to act like their Luminara at some point. That's and they have Arc Trooper now. Like Arc Trooper is one of the coolest looking guys. Yes. Yeah. Arc yeah. Trooper's got to come. And then Pons, CT, whatever. Sharpshooter. 
Yeah. Yep. Sharpshooter. Yeah. That gives uh, another character that does armor shred. I mean, some of these characters, if we got to play them, would be super awesome. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it was interesting too that, uh, you know, the, the the frog version of Jolly Bindu was in it as well. I yeah, did. but he's different. His kit's yeah, he's different. Vanguard is what they call him this time, right? Yeah, his, his kit's different now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he no was my one. Res. <laughs> well, he was my one. No, they, they left that for the medic, right? <laughs> well, I went, I went, and uh, I went and targeted him straight away, guys. Was that your immediate strategy as well to target? Uh, yeah, I, for sure. Through? I'm like, watch him res everybody. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. I read the kits before I went in, so um, I didn't quite have that. We we you know we've kind of started to work through like what's the kill order, and you know trying to see like what could we come up with. We think at least the four or five of us that are talking about it right now: um, clone medic, arc trooper, sharpshooter, the Jedi's, um, and then the only one that goes on top of that whole list is Shock T if she's there. And then if you read the values of entrenched. If you if you kill an entrenched enemy, it resets the cooldowns, including the cooldowns of the of the event specials. We think if you kill them, which means they're going to do that crazy AOE thing quicker. Mm. So we're thinking you actually want to kill the people without entrenched first before you go for the ones with entrenched. But it's just our first run through to see. Could all we? It could be all different here in a little bit. Yeah, and that's what this whole thing. That's what right now is in this game. Is where are we going with our territory battles? This will this will set a benchmark for other for the guilds that are doing Genesis territory battle for them to go forward and say, okay, I could get this if I do Hoth. Or I could try to better this. I know where I'm at in Hoth. Can we do better knowing what we know now in Geo? And, you know, I don't know about you. It w- Where's your cutoff? What, what's, your, what's your star level that you're like, yeah, it's better? You know, me personally, I'm thinking 20 or better, so you're at least getting a good chunk of GET2. I think 20 is the magic number. No, I mean you're not going to see twenty for a while. Um, I mean it's it, it's probably too hard to see twenty. I mean you might see one or two guilds that get twenty, but it's not going to be a bunch. If you go in here and you look at the rewards and you actually read what these things say, they're all a little bit different, right? So we can all we could see some obvious breakpoints, right? Obviously, there's a breakpoint at thirty three. There's also a break breakpoint at twenty two. But if you actually go in and read the loot boxes, there's actually another breakpoint at sixteen and seventeen. Excuse me, fifteen stars and sixteen stars. So sixteen stars gives you a, gives you the potential for a fully crafted piece of G twelve, and fifteen doesn't. It doesn't look very different because the boxes look the same. One just says T13 and one says T14. But if you actually read the description, they're different. So I think there's one break point there. My goal is to say, okay, let's let's work on getting the guilds at least to 16 star. We can work on trying to get to trying to get to 22, but I don't think 2022 is going to be very obtainable for very many people. For me, it's more like if. If we have enough people that can do the mission that gives us Wat Tambor. Like, if we can get Wat Tambor shards, I think then I really don't care how much the rewards are. I would still rather do that. Like, if we have enough people that have that kind of team. Um, 
Otherwise, I would just go with whatever gives you the most currency. But to be honest, the currency is pretty good in this territory battle. It's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Oh, I agree. True. I a fair agree. amount of both. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but the only thing is, is that, you know, you might find yourself in a pretty interesting sort of a situation because going after those Watt Tambor shards as well, I mean, like I've kind of had a look at, uh, you know, a look ahead at that as well. And, you know, it's not going to be very easy to try and get those. I mean, especially with that, you know, that uh, threshold that you already need to have your characters at to even compete. So I don't know if there will be seeing too many what tambour shards around in this particular territory battle, guys. What do you think? Well, yeah, Scotty, I, I just really quick gotta gotta fully say you you hit the nail on the head when you said even compete. It doesn't mean you're gonna win. Yeah. It just means you're tall enough to ride the roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's the thing. You need sixteen five uh, to even be a part of it. And the first Watt Tambor shards that you get are actually in the third phase. And uh, look, the only one that I can't even, like, it's the ge- it's the Geos you need for that particular shard. Yeah, you, need, you, need, you need Geos and Brood Alpha. Yeah. Right? So you have to have a seven-star Brood Alpha and the Brood Alpha has to be 16.5. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. It, it You know, you may not get it this time, but most people, if they're hard farming, I mean, if they they don't even have to whale in the packs, let's say, let's say they're just hard farming with, mm. with crystals, they could probably get there in about 16 days, which means by the time the next one comes around, they will be ready for it. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. I don't think that we'll be seeing too many people the first go around uh, having that. But Second or third one, though. Absolutely. Yeah. Second or third one. Oh, yeah. By the, by the second one, you'll it'll probably double and then a bunch of people will finish. I mean, a bunch of people did not have anything to farm in Cantina. Yeah, right? that's true. So this is... So mm. this is this is what they're farming with Cantina Energy. And so I mean, we 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 really quick, Scotty. We we're gonna, um, you know, we talked about this in, in other segments here as well. But yes, I do have that seven star brood alpha, and right now I will reveal that he is currently sitting at sixteen six ninety five. That's with two omegas, the Geonosian brute fully upgraded, all orange mods. And level ten with the top two pieces on him, so that that's right there. The minimum is two omegas, full brute oranges, and the top two at ten. Wow! No biggie, dude. Just pull out your wallet. They've been nice enough to put uh, gear twelve pieces packs for sale lately. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I'm. I'm going to tell you. You know, I mean. You know, I kind of whale a little bit differently. I spend a lot on energy and I farm a lot of characters rather than buy packs. And the reason why is because I'm always looking for what's the long-term gate, not the short-term gate, right? So if I can get something for free or for a lower price per item, I will get it at the lower price per item or I'll get it where I get the value add. Like that's the reason why I'd rather farm for um Gene Ocean Brute Alpha, then drop a then drop a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks on packs because that's a it brood out Al, the brood alpha gate is a short term gate it's a very short term gate we 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 already know if you farmed it you'd get it in eighteen days so if you farmed it and you bought the hundreds and you could get it in eighteen days then that's then there's no reason to spend 
the extra money just to gain one. The larger thing to do is to spend money to gain something that you would get cumulative, right? So what I mean by that is taking characters to G13 and spending for G13 would get me more crystals so I could farm more. So it's like this, you have to get this to get that, to get that, to get this, to get this, to get that. And I find that I actually end up with a more well-rounded roster rather than dropping money on packs. I mean, you drop money on packs, it feels like a lottery scratch off rather than it rather. I mean, it feels like you're like, come on, baby, big money, big money, big money. Woohoo. We got 20 shards this time. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's painful for me and it doesn't seem like long term. That's the best investment. Now and I find the best investment is whenever I actually farm for stuff and just buy extra energy and farm for it. Now you're talking about spending and, and that is a perfect segue into the other thing that we wanted to talk to you about. And I mean, with a name like Darth microtransaction, you know that I'm going to you on this one first, you know, we talk about whales in this game and I mean, I I saw, yeah, you do. (laughs) And you know, I, I, we've, we've seen your streams where you're like, okay, what is it going to take to get to this? You know? So, you know, what to you, and and I'm going to be very careful because I know Grande Patron's going to come back with a, uh, with a hilarious joke. If I don't word this correctly, What makes a Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes purgle, as Scotty would say, or whale in the terminology of of gaming, of of, you know, pay to play versus free to play? What are you a whale, Micro? And what what constitutes as a whale to you? Well, I mean, it depends who you ask, right? I mean, if you ask me, am I a whale? I'm going to say, yeah, because I spend a retarded amount of money on this game. Like, for me, that's whaling. Okay, but if you ask, like, CG Capital Games, they're well, probably not. If you ask any free-to-play guy, they're going to tell you that I have a mental disorder, and that's the reason. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> Whoever you ask is going to give you a different answer to this question. And honestly, like, I'm probably a whale, but I, w- I don't think I would ever spend this amount of money on a game if there was not like a content reason at this point. Like I probably spent about what, $1,200, $1,400 or something over a year and a half. And then it just got kind of insane lately, you know, mm. but spending that kind of money on a mobile game, I can't really like judge people for it because you never know where people are in their life, right? It's like someone could be stupidly rich or somebody could only make like two, three grand a month, right? But they spend like a thousand dollars a month on whatever it is they enjoy. I can't really, I don't know. I can't really like fault them for that. But at the same time, the question is like, what makes it well? I think if you spend over a hundred bucks on any game, you're well. It's just kind of how I see it. Like in-game microtransactions that. doesn't matter. PC is now mobile. is that that hundred dollars is that lifetime or is that in a time period? That's a good question. Because <laughs> because I mean, there's there's people that go out there and let's use the Modern Warfare uh, series or or any of the Call of Duty series. You know, you you pay 
for you pay 60 bucks for the game and then you pay another $40 for the for the expansion pack, the season pass. And then on top of that, you've got and don't don't you, don't 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 mention the fact that you're on a $2000 piece of equipment you're playing it on. Uh, right? $2000 or or $500 if you're on console, but at the same time you're also paying. Oh, I really like this rubber duck skin for my for my gun. I'm gonna buy that. Boom! There's another five bucks, and that's only cosmetic. Well, and that's just comparing games to other games. But like, man, you want to talk about hobbies? Go ask somebody what they spend on their motorcycle, or you know, even washing oh. their car. Like, I'm telling you, man. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got an addiction. Everyone's it's internet, got something. It's, inter- you know, it's entertainment dollars, right? I mean, what we're talking about here is entertainment dollars and everybody's entertainment budget is different. And what people decide they want to spend their money on, you you know, um, you know, I think, you know, it all depends on where they're at and what they feel like is the right thing for them. Everybody's different. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now. I mean, you know, Darth Micro has put it out on a video before. I mean, I've spent six times what Micro has on this game. That's that's a lot of money. Right. I've also been playing it longer than he has. Right. But if you if you work it out, it's if you work it out, it's like four dollars a day. So you start looking at it in your life. For only four dollars a day, you can grande a patron, too. (laughs) Here's the thing. And here's like another point. okay, which is like I, I. I get annoyed by by people making fun of other people for purchasing stuff. So I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant, right? I was a used go car ahead. salesman for a bit, okay? And uh, like I say used, but I worked at a dealership, you know, Nissan, a respectable dealership, right? <laughs> Selling crappy cars. Um, but, you know, I you know, sold used cars too. And you, you get some some dumbass guy come in there and buy a car. And we, I had this one guy come in, okay? And he came in, a military guy, probably newly signed, and he wanted to buy a truck, okay? His, all his buddies said they bought a truck. He wanted to buy a truck. So I'm like, all right, I'll sell you a truck. He looks, and he sees one on the showroom floor. It's all jacked up with all this garbage on it, right? And I'm like, he's like, I want to buy that one. I'm like, you don't want to buy that one, bro. He's like, I want to buy that one. I'm like, I will make $8,000 if you buy this truck. I'm like, you don't want to buy that one. You know why I'll make that? Because it's it's way over what it's actually going to be. You don't want to buy that truck. But anyway, he buys the truck, okay? And his financing was so horrible, but he was able to get like a cosign or something. He ended up having like 16% interest over the longest term he could possibly get. It was going to cost him like $140,000 for this truck that's probably worth like forty eight. And he came back the next day like crying about the purchase. But what I realized in that day is that if somebody wants something and they want it bad enough, like nothing is going to stop them. It does not matter. Someone's yeah. all going to go for the thing. And I think that's the one That's the one reason this game it has a high ceiling. It's not that it's an expensive game. It's that it's expensive if 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 you want everything. If that's your goal, it's a, it has a way high ceiling. You know, I mean, you can buy a car for 100 grand capped out. But if you want everything in this game, man, it's, it's a lot of money. Mm, that's true. That's very true. Varying, varying degrees, right? And it depends on what people are in their life. I also feel like whale shaming, right? Getting, you know, shaming people on something, um, or 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 even or shaming people for being free to play is a little bit tough. The, the challenge, though, is, is that sometimes in this game mode, people feel the need that that they have to spend, not that they want to spend. That's the challenge, right? So the challenge is when somebody says, I'm buying this because my guild needs it, not because I actually want it. So then you get into this whole issue of... That's their um, fault. 
that is that is their fault to some extent or they feel like i need this otherwise i won't be competitive and then they're buying it not because they want it rather than what rather than what they need it's I mean, the same thing it, someone came in and bought a piece of car from me and i told them it's a piece of car it's like do your research like you go in to buy something it's your it's there's two people doing a job the person of cg their job is to get your money your job is to keep as much money as you can and get what you want and the person who does their job better wins that's the whole game like there's no there's no i i don't know, i get on another rant talking about like the whole idea of like gambling addiction and all that. it's like just don't play the game <laughs> like just like, I, turn it off yeah like don't like Unplug if you're getting your bullied card. online don't read the comments <laughs> you, Not I, hard. You, you make a good point i've told people before i'm like if you if you're having a moment like go walk the dog man like this is actually a mobile game we play in our free time right this is not i mean you know somebody some, some people get very passionate about it and i'm like just check yourself for a minute i mean this is not real life this is a mobile game Let's remember that. Yeah, yeah. I'm my, one of my favorite, you know, you, you were talking about bullying online. Uh, I've seen Grande get bullied a few times, but <laughs> I love the one. And, and I got I got to bring this up, uh, uh, Micro. My favorite one that you embraced was the Ginger James Hetfield. Oh, yeah. You get, I you get loved that. <laughs> you get that. You get Blake Anderson is like daily uh i had this guy who would call me prince harry literally every time he saw me as a co-worker because he thought because i had red hair i was like the prince it's just <laughs> man you, you get some crazy people i don't know i find it hilarious the whole hair thing is because i i obviously do it as like a brand right so i can never i can never ever get mad at someone who gives me shit over like the whole ginger thing online because it's like i'm literally marketing that my whole logo is my hair. I was but in person, say. it's a different story. Look, <laughs> getting back to this as well. I mean, what do you think's in store for the rest of this territory battle? I mean, what are you, what are you guys really aiming for within your guilds, uh, Micro? We'll start with you. Um, well, honestly, I'm just kind of like following the orders of the guild. I'm in a lot more casual these days. I'm more excited from like the player aspects of things. Like I just want to see the cool mechanics that we're going to have. I'm excited because they say we're going to fight some creatures and I've been waiting for like the whole time for this. I think we're going to find Accolade. Yeah. Yep. And um, I'm pretty hyped for that. I think that's Accolade at midnight tonight. Awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. And yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat as you, man. Like, I'm really enjoying uh, just that new game mode, and I'm just, like, looking at all the characters, and I'm just sort of like, you know, yeah, this is cool. This is really cool. Look, i got to say that Paul will probably hate that because I'm probably pay paying more attention to who the characters are and what they do and, like, oh, that's a cool animation, and I get myself, you know, blown up. He'll probably hate me for that. <laughs> but having said that, like, you know, I'm enjoying that, and I know that I can learn from, you know, my mistakes and, you know, doing that sort of thing. Uh, Paul, I know you hate me for that, but what about you, Grande? I know that you guys are shooting for around about the 16 star mark, but what about you, man? Are you similar to me? Are you just like, watching the, the game mode and just going, how cool is this? I know you kind of study it a little bit. <laughs> I, you know, um, in our, in our group, I'm trying to, you know, disseminate information, right? I'm trying to collect it all, say what we're trying to do, trying to help everybody, you know, because it's new stuff. And, you know, every couple of hours, somewhere around the world, somebody's getting off work and they're like, I just opened my phone. What do I do? <laughs> and I'm like, we put it in announcements, brother. Go up there and look. 
follow these steps I wrote and do this. Yeah. Uh, can you have a voice chat with me and like walk me through it and hold my hand? And I'm like, what's a mod? Okay. <laughs> what's a mod? I have to remod my characters before I go in. And I'm like, it's the first time you're trying it. Don't you think you want to like be good at it before, like put your best stuff on before you go outside. Right. Yeah. This is what we do the first time. And then after you do it a couple of times, then you can be like, eh, that team's good enough without it. It's fine. Yeah. I can do whatever, but that's after you've had experience, maybe before that you want So it is a little bit interesting to try and have um, multiple conversations with multiple people and try to make it, try to, try to get everybody coordinated. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like it. It doesn't, doesn't bother me. Um, it's what kind of gets me jazzed up is trying to coordinate everyone. And, uh, you know, so far they're doing a great job. Mm. Look, so, I'm in the, I'm in the boat of like, you know, look, I just want to see it. And look, if I fail, I fail at this particular time. But hey, at least yeah. I'll know. It's the first time. Yeah. yeah. At least I'll yeah. know, you know, what to do next time. And, you know, um, I'm sorry, Paul, man, if I miss out on getting that extra star or two, man, like I'm actually just enjoying the the mechanics, man. I'm having fun. So, you know, I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> uh, look, it's the first time. You can't expect someone to do something the very first time they try. Yeah. You can't expect them to be an expert. It, if we've done this thing three or four times and you still make a mistake like this, then we're like, come on, man. You know, but the first time. No way. You, you, yeah. you haven't I seen Scotty see play Grande. Come on. <laughs> I, I give him a break. I give him a pass the first time. You know, hey, you messed up. Don't do that again. <laughs> well, I get that. He was ready to sacrifice a goat for Padme. Okay. Yeah, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. That's my character. You know, hey, and speaking of characters, you know, is has your character, your favorite character in Star Wars lore, has that actually come to the game yet, guys? Uh, Wampa is in the game. Yes, sir. Fantastic, man. No, you know, Wampa you know. is such a great character because, like, he's actually the true hero when you think about it. He was at his own home. And people had a war on his front lawn. And then the hero of that story came into his house and cut his arm off. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty freaking funny. That That's really funny. What about you, Grande? Yeah. What's your favorite character, man? Is that, is that, is that oh, a man. game or not yet? I mean, it's Jedi Luke. I mean, it's got to be Jedi Luke. And he's not here yet. Yeah. We have CLS, but it's not really Jedi Luke. Yeah. Um, you know, we're we're probably going down a different path right now as far as what characters. They'll probably do a lot of Clone Wars stuff, and I'm sure they're going to hold on to Jedi Luke, but Jedi Luke's probably going to make Revan look like chump change. Mm. It's going to be crazy. Mm. True that. Well, I mean, we all know for me it was Padme. Paul, what was it for you? Uh, you know, honestly, it's Boba Fett, the first ever, uh, for my first ever seven star, my first ever gear 12, my first ever mods were placed on him. Yeah. Boba Fett has made it to the game and I'm excited about that, but we all know, you know, of the recent, uh, items I want Rook. Oh yeah. Yeah, Thrawn's uh, two IC, I guess you could say, the bounty hunter that hangs out with him. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'd be pretty sick, man. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that myself. Well, you know, someone's uh, character that has come to the game, and I think that there's another character I'd love to see come to the game as well, and that's Cubs fan Han himself. I just want to... <laughs> I just need want another Han this time. <laughs> yeah. You need another Han. We do. We've, yeah, we do. Car we do. Carbonite Han. Yeah. Force goes on. And Cubs fan hard. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and Cubs fan hard. <laughs> and speaking. Unique can be uh, movie reviews. 
<laughs> we'll ask him about that. We'll ask him actually about that. And we'll ask him about the whole, you know, the curse of the whale that we were speaking of moments ago. Curse of the whale. Mm. Yep. Mm, indeed. So that's all on the other side of this right here on the Escape Pod cast. Hey, everyone. It is the heartthrob of the Outer Rim, your boy Urs, and you are listening to the Escape Pod cast with Paul Anthony and Scotty McLaren. Boys, I think I speak for all of us when I say you are hot. You are red hot. Hey, guys, it's the Nev here. If you want to hear more content from me, please come over to my channel. It's Nev simple as that but if you're looking for me and you need to type something in the search best put in my full name it's neil andrew air you can also follow me on twitter at pompomtastic1 and you can find me on discord nev hashtag 9515 hope to hear from you soon come on over give me a like and a subscribe hey there escape padawans everyone's favorite llama here to remind you that the escape pod cast is on social media That's right, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter. So give us a like, give us a follow, and stay up to date on all things in-game and in the escape pod. Our account links are down in the description or on our Discord server in the show links channel. See you on the net! The Escape Pod. Cast. Guild Classifieds. Anakin's younglings are looking for you, because after all, he can't do it alone. Enlist today. If you've got a minimum GP requirement of three and a half million, you top the 100 in arena, you're in the top 150 in fleet arena, you get your 600 daily, you're on Discord, and you are a Jedi Knight Revan. Well, enlist today with Anakin's younglings. They get 45 stars in light side territory battles, have 212 million GP, and get 48 stars in dark side territory battles with a low turnover and they're a mature guild with global members get in touch with Lone Star that's Lone L-O-N-E S-T-A-R-R hashtag 3247 on Discord to find out more or head to swgoh.gg forward slash g forward slash 132 forward slash Anakin's hyphen younglings and be a part of the guild today <laughs> Hello there, boys and girls, and welcome to the Escape Pod. Cast for kids with me, the Nev. Today, I'm not going to lecture you about some early game aspect of the game. Rather, I'm going to tell you about my favourite moments of the pillar system. Don't worry, I won't go on for too long, as we have all got more important things to do today, as you might be one of the lucky few who are participating in the new Geo Territory Battle today. So you've probably got a bunch of Territory Battle officers yammering away at you in your Discord with instructions and orders. Anyway, I'll give you my five favourite moments of the pillar system. Number five was one of my fondest, getting my first seven-star character. It is without a doubt one of my fondest memories. The sense of achievement was fulfilling and it opened up a plethora of opportunities to me as I was in a guild that was at an intermediate level. So I was able to put the character to really good use. And if memory serves me right, it was day 35 and Zeb was the character I'd completed. So yeah, I remember that. Number four was probably getting the feature 
Phoenix Squad, all to seven stars. Now, it's a brilliant feeling getting a full squad uh, to seven stars because, I mean, yeah, sure, one character will let you go and join a heroic raid, but having a full squad of seven star characters means you get to be able to put a decent score in. Now, you're kind of not really brilliant at it, but that's what you want you want to be able to do a full squad and and that's why getting the phoenix squad all to seven stars was such a great memory for me number three was probably doing my first legendary absolutely wicked memory it was the emperor's demise and i knew i would be ready because i'd finished farming for the first pillar obviously the first pillar being phoenix squadron of course what made this memory even sweeter was the fact that my phoenix squad were only level 73 and I made it all the way to tier 7 and completed it. So I completed the legendary event, got my 7-star Emperor Palpatine. Uh, it was a bit of a shock and a surprise to be able to get him at level 73. But, I mean, yeah, it was great, uh, a great feeling and sense of achievement. Number two was getting all the stages of the mod challenges done. Definitely my second to last favorite moment. Because when you first start doing the mod challenges, you think it's easy going through those three tiers with a decent phoenix squadron of the health mod set seems so easy and you're like wow yeah this is brilliant i'm gonna be able to blast through all all of the uh, all of the mod challenges and, and get five dot mods farmable for everything and uh, you know that that feeling of being able to farm for five dot mods is quite euphoric but it took forever so the pinnacle was when I finally completed tier three of the speed mod challenge. And we all know how important it is to unlock speed mods. So unlocking the ability to sim that tier and start the important task of farming speed sets for my characters was extremely satisfying. And I dare anyone to say that being able to farm five dot mods, specifically the speed sets is not something that they remember fondly. This brings me to number one. One of the things about the pillar system that I don't think anyone realized at the time was just how good a farming guide it is for Grand Arena. The primary focus of the pillar system is to get the characters most needed to unlock the best and easiest legendary and hero's journey character. From a free-to-play point of view, of course. Now, GA was a new feature of the game earlier this year, so no one knew how important it would be to have a bunch of decent squads to compete in this. And the pillar system did just this without really trying. By following the system, I ended up having several squads, and as everyone knows, you need good squads for Grand Arena. I won my very first Grand Arena, and it gave me a great sense of achievement. Obviously, we now have the updated Grand Arena Championships, and I hope that by continuing to follow the pillar system, I'll be able to achieve the same success in this game mode as I did in the previous version. This is the best game mode in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, and the pillar system prepares you for it very well and it's the reason why my first GA victory is my favorite memory a memory that wouldn't have happened were it not for me following the pillar system well that's enough for me now thanks for joining me for story time with the Nev on the escape pod cast for kids hi this is cyphermaster SB crumb and you're listening to the escape pod cast this show was recorded in front of a live studio audience <laughs> Micaiah's Modding Mayhem is the premier remodding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. 
With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Macias will rebuild your roster from top to bottom and give you consultation on where to go from there. Macias has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and lots of useful additional services, including a full cleanup of your mods, loadout pages, PvP plans and more. Contact Macias today on Discord at all lowercase Macias number 0127. That's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S number 0127 or at MacayasMods at gmail.com. Macias Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Pod cast. Hey there, Escape Podawans. Everyone's favorite llama here to remind you that the Escape Pod cast is on social media. That's right, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter. So give us a like, give us a follow, and stay up to date on all things in-game and in the Escape Pod. Our account links are down in the description or on our Discord server in the show links channel. See you on the net! If you like what you hear on the Escape Pod cast, sign up to become a Patreon today. Support Scotty and Paul for as low as $2 a month and you can help them launch Escape Pods for months to come. Visit patreon.com slash the Escape Pod to sign up. Support us today. The Escape Pod cast. Receiving incoming transmission. And welcome back to this edition of the Escape Pod cast. And of course, if you've already looked at the guests that we have today, you're going to figure out who this is. But, you know, you heard Scotty and I's impression of Grand Arena just recently in the beginning of the show. But we wanted to talk to somebody that loves to stream this stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. The namesake of our network, the CFH Network, it's Cubs Fan Han. Welcome. What is going on, ladies? <laughs> How are you, brother? Are you well? I'm so good. And I've been wanting to come on this show for a long time. I think the last time you had me, you had crappy uh, driving home from work in the car audio. <laughs> and so I, I got you guys got the studio this time. Let's go. Let's talk Grand Arena. <laughs> yeah, we, man. Yeah, we... we... <laughs> We certainly do have the, so we record on a platform called Zencaster uh, now. So now everybody's audio is the local audio and it's not over Discord. So, you know, next time that we have a, like, like you heard that through the Crumb interview last week, but this week, you oh, know, yeah. next time we have a CG person on, it's going to be a good quality and I won't get the, the hate on YouTube. No. Next time we have CG on. So you, you've had two CG interviews and you guys are so audacious. You're saying next time. Look at these guys. Hey, they promised. They got they ice promised, in their veins. Oh, man. It's amazing. <laughs> what? It's amazing. Well, Cubs, you call us the new game changers. Is that right? You're the only game changers. <laughs> I'm the one who changed platoons. There you go. There you go. <laughs> no, just kidding. But look, you know, moving on. And Grand Arena, man, how are you finding this tournament now that it works? 
So I love everything about this except for the matchmaking so far, which definitely seems to have been over-tweaked. I very much appreciate what Capital Games is trying to accomplish here, however, um, and it's an exhibition round. It's a round for them to gather feedback. And so I'm not personally outraged uh, running with my torch and fit pitchfork to CG yet uh, because it is an exhibition round. But, I mean, I, I've seen some matchups where, you know, the GP isn't the whole story, right? I mean, I've got an opponent right now that I'm about to face, and I've got 100,000 more GP than him. But he is very focused, very, very focused. His mods are better than mine. He's got more uh, Grand Arena caliber squads than I've got. And I honestly, I think this guy's going to beat me. And so that's a good example of where they, you know, a match like that should be allowed to happen because, uh, you know, the, the GP doesn't tell the whole story. But then you've got situations like what Mobile Gamer's in right now, where he's going up against an opponent who has. Oh, I think it's over 60 uh, additional Gear 12 characters than he has. Um, and that, to me, is where it just feels imbalanced, and they need to, they need to find ways to tweak it a bit more um, so that it's not creating... Because I'm, I'm hearing more lopsided matches than I've heard of in a long time. And I think, I mean, for several months, I don't think I saw anybody complain about Grand Arena matchmaking. And now we've got a lot of people talking and telling stories. And some of them seem justified. Some of them don't. So that's the only complaint I have. But other than that, I love the leaderboards, love the format, love the feats, love it all. Yeah. Look, I'm the same as you, Cubs. I love all of it too. And I'm in the same boat as you. I'm actually up against a guy that's 4.5 million. Except the other thing is, though, is that it's kind of tweaked. This guy doesn't have Jedi Knight Revan, nor does he have Darth Revan. So I don't have Darth Malak. So this will be an interesting match, I feel. Right. Yeah. And I think those those specific characters definitely make a big difference. Um, I mean, if I've got Darth Malak and my opponent doesn't, I, I almost don't even feel like I need to look at the rest of his roster mm. to, to feel confident. And so I, I'm not sure if they're taking that into account or not in the matchmaking. Uh, but uh, yeah, there, there you have it. Mm. Absolutely. You know, I, I had a matchup, um, my first matchup was against somebody who was a little bit higher than me. And if I wouldn't have made some stupid mistakes... Was he from mistakes, Colorado or California? No, no, it wasn't you. It wasn't <laughs> you. No, I'm saying a little higher. Like, you know, they've, they've got uh, marijuana over there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't fight going there. No. He's putting a Gear 13 cup in or something like that? <laughs> yeah, the first ever Gear 13 cup came from our alliance, by the way. That's just you guys? So you know. See, this is why, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, listen to the Escape podcast, and you will Gear 13 your cup. This is the advice they're giving here. Yeah. That's why CG comes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if I wouldn't have made some stupid mistakes myself, I would have actually cleared the two teams in one shot and, and won this. But, yeah. you know. Now I'm playing for third, second through third place, uh, fourth place rewards. I'm going to get them. You know, it, yeah. it's, it's painful, though, when, when you're like, I should have done this. That's good pain, though, isn't it? I mean, I, I, yeah. I see a lot of people Learning get pain. by her, you know, but to me, I, I've lost and I've lost in front of a lot of people and it sucks, but it's it's awesome to go back and look at it and go, all right, what did where did this go wrong exactly? Is it? 
you know, so is it an attack strategy thing? Is it a modding thing? Is it a, a squad thing? I need to farm this and, and learn and go from there. So that's something that I love about this game mode is there's so much to learn from it every time. Absolutely. Uh, you, you, the, the one thing that Cubs really needs to learn, though, is to oh, here farm range trooper. I, I, I knew this was coming. I knew this guy. And you know, you guys know I'm free to play now. Uh, going forward, I'm not going to pretend like I was before, but going forward, I'm not spending money. And now it's extra impossible for me to get to range trooper. I mean, oh my gosh, I've got to get brood alpha farmed. I got to finish out my Geonosians. I got to finish out my separatist team. I've got to find a way to farm my Django Fett still. I'm still trying to finish him to seven stars. I mean, Gosh, when am I ever going to find time to farm this fool? <laughs> well, that, that's that's a great segue into what we're going to be talking to you about in in just a moment. Um, okay. it, is your is your whole pledge that that you made on YouTube? You know, oh, you're what, bringing what, it up. Oh, okay, have, I, I am. Gonna, are we you, are. Gonna you, bring got, it you guys up. want CG to come back on this show? <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we certainly do want to bring it up because it has been a big topic of discussion with people. Cool. But, you know, what what you're seeing as far as 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 far as your grand arena, have you scoped out all the opponents and what are you thinking about the overall matchmaking? I mean, you you talked about your your matchup that you had immediately. Yeah. But what about all the opponents that you have? Yeah, and uh, I, I look at every single player every time. I'm a bit of a, um, what's the word? I'm a bit obsessed with Grand Arena. I spend a little too much time at work when I should pro- probably doing other things. Um, my, my day job, not my YouTube fun job. Um, just like looking at people's rosters and be like, all right. I don't want to match up with this guy. This guy's a mad lad. This guy's got a gear 13 cup. Um, he's, he's crazy eyes. Uh, but, you know, no, there's one guy in my uh, in my group this time in particular who's got uh, 300, no, four, I think 400 uh, thousand galactic power on me and looking through a squad. And that's a character GP. And he's got everything squad wise. And so if I go up against him, I just don't, I, I just, I feel like it's not a loss. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not super stoked about that. Here, here's how I feel about Grand Arena and the matchmaking, kind of circling back to that. If I feel like something is an auto loss, if it is an auto loss, the matchmaking failed. If I'm at a disadvantage, but it's still winnable, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm okay with being outmodded. I'm okay with having, you know, being out squatted um, as far as like who's got what squads and everything. I can respect that. Uh, but it's when it's just like, you know what? You could do every single thing right and you have no prayer of winning. That's where the matchmaking to me feels broken. And this guy feels like that to me. And it's not just his GP. It's looking through all the squads, all the mods and everything. Hmm. Interesting. Like I'm the same as you uh, as well. Like as you know, you know I love this game mode as much as you do, Cubs. And you know this game mode to me means so much. Like I love just going through everything in their roster and thinking, okay, how am I going to? If I have to face this guy, how am I going to you know stop him from being able to get through my wall here at the beginning? Sure, you might get right. through my wall, but what's up? What's behind that? And uh, you know it's the same thing. And I'm thinking, okay, so what are they likely to put on defense? And and then I save squads, certain squads, just to, for that, you know, for my offense. And you've always got to be thinking like that, don't you? Definitely. Yeah, you do. And, and you know what? I mean, there, there's times where pretty much I would say every loss I've had, I feel like it was a winnable match so far. I feel like the Grand Arena matchmaking was in a good place. Hmm. Um, and I, I lost matches and I looked at it and I was like, you know what? My opponent 
he beat me. He beat me fair and square. And, and you know, he had a better strategy, better defensive strategy. He uh, had better attack strategy or I screwed this up and that's on me. You know, those kind of losses, I respect him. That That is part of sport. That's mm. part of game mm. um, is getting bested by a better opponent who, who showed up and perform better on the day of your competition um you know i respect that but when it's you know no matter what i do i'm i'm gonna lose that's just there's why play Mm. why play Mm. and it's yeah look you know and what about with gear 13 i mean like that's where it's gonna start getting a little bit problematic i guess you could say uh is with the gear 13 like when you you know now we're all looking at okay how many gear 12 characters have you got but now it might even come down to the fact that you know someone's got a gear 13 malik and you don't have malik Mm -hmm. game set and match or you do have malik but it's at gear 12 you know that sort of thing could be could be very very interesting to see in the future yeah, Gear 13 definitely is going to make this interesting, especially because, I mean, p- part of me thinks, oh, well, the whales, they'll just, you know, kind of filter up and they'll get out of here. But there's the people I'm worried about are the people who are like 300, you know, thousand galactic power underneath me that are about to whale on all these characters. <laughs> Those are the guys that are going to sneak up and fight me and I'm going to have a hard time, yeah. hard time uh, facing them. So, yeah, and it's, I mean, for free-to-play players, it's going to take a while to get those Gear 13 characters. I'm... I'm not sure how many I'm going to be able to get. I, I, I'm not going to be able to have my first one for at least a week, probably. So, and that's fine. You know, it's a free to play life. Well, one of the, if you guys haven't seen Cubs' video yet, make sure you go over and check it out because it is an outstanding video of the top 10 characters to get to gear 13 first. One of those characters that I didn't see on your list though, Cubs, correct me if I'm wrong, but was Grand Admiral Thrawn. The buffs and everything he gets at Gear 13 is just outstanding. I mean, he's probably my second character. I'd get to Gear 13, like, immediately. Mm. Very interesting. Yeah, he he does get good uh, stat boosts. To me, I just... I personally found the other characters and where I intended to use them more impactful for what uh, what their stat boosts were. Mm. Um, in particular, I mean, the, the two characters I'm the most excited to take our Bastel Fallen and Darth Malak. And I know a lot of people are talking about Grievous. I want to take him there too. It's a little less benefit for me currently because my Separatist team isn't quite rounded out yet. I'm just I'm working on it as fast as I can. <laughs> um, which is not fast. Um, but uh, for me, Darth Malak has a just stupid health boost. Yeah. And he's got a stupid damage boost. And he's already devastating enough. And then Bastel Fallen, you want her to go first. I've already got pretty freaking fast mods on my Bastel Fallen, so I really like taking that to the next level and making sure I still have that speed advantage on my shard. And beyond that, uh, from a defensive perspective, old Daka was on my list. Yeah. She gets really tanky. She gains some potency. Um, her stat boosts are going to make her very scary. Very scary. I think I think she's going to... People who take uh, their Daka to gear uh, t- uh, 13 are probably going to be pretty happy with what they see on defense. I think they're going to catch people <laughs> off guard. I agree. Uh, so, I yeah. agree. But, you know, there's nothing. If you want to do Thrawn, you go do Thrawn, man. You know, that's a, <laughs> that's how they do it down under. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but no, well, in all seriousness, though, know, Cubs, I've got to say, in all seriousness. Put your on the Barbie, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, in all seriousness, though, Cubs, I mean, you, you nailed the top 10. But, you know, I mean, like an honorable mention to Thrawn would have been good. But like Daka, I agree with you. I mean, I looked at her as well and thought, oh, yeah, that could be quite nasty. If you've got like a Night Sisters team that's at gear 13, 
mean, oh no, they're and, gonna be sick, man. Yeah, disgusting. No, oh, it's gonna be horrible, horrible, horrible. And maybe even you might even see the Night Sisters become part of the meta again, perhaps. I, calm down there. I, I don't know if it's going to go that far. <laughs> uh, but I, what I'm thinking about more is I want to, I mean, to me, I, I'm less concerned about Arena nowadays. I'm way more concerned about Grand Arena. Yeah, me too. And DACA might be pretty early on my list just because I want to catch people off guard. And I, I think I care, having her at gear 13 with that, you know, all of that health gain she's going to have and how much deeper that health pool is going to go, it's going to make her so hard to kill. Mm. Um, I just, I really like old Daka. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. But Thrawn as well is another good character. Uh, you know, I mean, let's just. You know, a character that wasn't on my list that got robbed, though. Who's and that? I, I've seen some footage recently of this. I'm going to make a video on this. And I, I regret not realizing this impact. Candorous Ordo. Oh, yeah. Yep. Hmm. This fool is critting on his basic, which you triple tap, by the way, for f- upwards of 40, 50 plus thousand damage per hit. Mm. Yep. yep. That, that's that's on par with with Finn in the Sith Raid. Yeah, it's crazy. He gets the be- the best damage boost in the entire game going to gear 13. Wow. Well, I don't know how well, I glossed that over. Shame on me. Uh, 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 even more so than what Han Solo gets. Oh, Han Solo's not even in the top 10 for damage boosts, if I if I remember right. Yeah. He, I mean, he gets a great damage boost. It's, and for Han, it's like because of who he is and what he does, that damage boost is more significant. Like, I think Jedi Consular is one that gets a big damage boost. It's like, who, who <laughs> literally cares? Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but So it's it's relative. But Candorous, with how much he hits, and I mean, it, it, it's really impactful. And I've even got uh, I, I've even got some videos of him doing pretty well against some top meta teams. So... Yeah, Stay tuned no, for that. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. We, we definitely look forward plug. to that. Shameless plug. Shameless self-promotion, as we say here on the uh, Escape Podcast. But uh, <laughs> before we get to, to that uh, taboo topic, one thing that I do want to congratulate you on is that you are now a game changer for Battlefront 2. I took a one-week vacation from being an official game changer, and it feels great to be back. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, for for those that also do like the uh, Star Wars video games outside of mobile, do you want to give them a you know give them a quick rundown of what to expect on your channel for Battlefront Two? Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm definitely moving towards as much Battlefront Two as I can do uh, for a couple reasons. Number one, I, I my goal as a human right now (laughs) is I want to be a full-time YouTuber very badly. And to me, I don't see how that's going to happen without diversifying my content. Um, It's been a little bit challenging to figure out what content is going to sit best with my audience. I've tried several things. I've gotten some very candid feedback. And um, ultimately to me, one of the reasons why Battlefront has sat well with me is because it's it's got the same IP. It's Star Wars. And a lot of people who are playing this game, I, I did a poll on Twitter. And I, I want to say it was 46% of my audience said that they don't play Battlefront 2 at all. Which is actually, I mean, that leaves a lot of people that are playing it. Um, for, you know, having a, a random sample of 34,000 people out on the internet to have over half of them playing this game. That's a pretty good s- starting point. Um, more than anything... It's a game that I love, though. 
And I, I thought to myself, you know, this this game makes sense. I've, it's kind of been in the back of my mind. I, I wanted to cover it when it first came out, but there was all that controversy with the loot boxes and pride and accomplishment and all that good stuff. And most downvoted comment in the history of Reddit uh, on the on the forums. <laughs> and uh, that just spooked me hard. But lately I've been reading about Battlefront. I watched a couple of videos and I thought, my goodness, they've turned it around completely. How did they recover from that deep of a hole? There's got to be something to the game. And I picked it up and I thought, you know, if I'm enjoying it, I will, I'll, I'll consider covering it. And I, I'll tell you what, I haven't had this much fun in a console game since I was playing Halo as a kid. It is, I am having <laughs> so much fun. And it's, it, it's really convenient because a lot of times when I try to branch out, it's like you kind of got to, force yourself into something and try something that you're not quite committed to yet, but you're going to hope, you know, hope that you get there kind of thing. I'm committed regardless of YouTube, man. Like I'm begging my wife to play this game as much as I can. In fact, I've got it pulled up right now. I'm looking at it as soon as I'm done here, I'm going to do a round. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to be covering it. Um, Galaxy of Heroes is still my main jam, um, obviously, but uh, I definitely want to uh, continue to be more serious about this. And I, I'd really like it to k- kind of catapult me into uh uh, Jedi Fallen Order, which I think is going to be a phenomenal game. Well, that's what leads me uh. to that next thing that I wanted to talk to you about, Cubs, because Jedi Fallen Order is a game that I know that you are very much looking forward to, and I know that you're actually going to be uh, streaming this too, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I my plan, I once it hits, I'm thinking I might want to even take a day off work and just stream the, at midnight, you know, as soon as it releases and just try to go through the whole campaign as much as I can. Nice, nice. Yeah, we want to see with, it with, with the help of Mountain Dew, right? With the help of Mountain Dew, who I'm trying to be sponsored by, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Mountain Dew, if you're listening, I'm open to sponsorship talks. <laughs> but uh, let, let's let's hit that elephant in the room. You know, after you you turned in, I still remember your giving uh, throwing away your free to play card after people helped you get Darth. Uh, not Darth Revan, but Jedi Knight Revan. That yes. that was your turning point, right? Yep. That's and I, I mean, I wouldn't it, say I was not. Uh, some people who are purists would say before that you're not free to play because I'd probably spent like maybe fifty dollars on the game at that point. But that's I mean that's fifty dollars over you know however many years it had been until we got Revan, right? And so yeah. to me, I didn't feel like it was. For, I, I was a pay-to-play player. Maybe I wasn't purebred free-to-play, but um, I was very, very much, for all intents and purposes, a free-to-play style of player. So, yeah. yeah. But this Jedi Knight Revan then turned you into, uh, I wouldn't say a Kraken, and not necessarily a, well, a whale, but I think I would put you in the same um, in the same category as me, a fat dolphin. Perhaps, yeah. My budget was $100 a month, so whatever that equates to. And that's about what I stuck to. I spent a little bit less than that, actually. Wow. So, um, you know, so if they have not seen it, um, you know, six days ago from when we're recording this, one, one week ago from when this airs, you went on YouTube in a 10-minute video and you said what? I committed to my audience that I would not spend on the game ever again. (laughs) Why? 
Good question. And a lot of people, at a glance, when they looked at the title, especially given the, the tone on my channel lately, probably believed it to be a statement, a political statement, a uh, you know, an uprising against Capital Games. And I, in all honesty, can say it has nothing to do with that. What happened was I was sitting around watching a mobile gamers video where he was talking about um, he was talking about spending on the game and kind of some of the effects of it. And I, it, it, it was directly related to the Kyotech controversy with every character having um, Kyotech on them and how, you know, all of that. And it just kind of started getting me thinking, cause I, I remember sitting at my desk at work recently thinking, all right, um, we got the Kyotech coming out. Everybody's got it. I've got to get everyone to gear 13. Here's my budget. What do I need to, what do I need to change here so that I can get everything right away? And I started thinking it's a pretty crazy numbers, my friends. And, and I, I just, I remember thinking, I don't want to spend this, but I feel like I have to. And it was a very um, uncomfortable reality that I realized I've actually been fighting, fighting with for a long time. And I've been pessimistic about the game lately, a little extra pessimistic. And I'm, I'm kind of seen as, or, or I was at least, seen as a positive voice in this community. And so it was... I, I keep getting comments in my videos too. This is something else that I started thinking about, you know, people saying cubs, you know, I, w I miss the positive cubs, etc. And I started connecting the dots and I realized that me going, so me becoming a little bit more negative on my YouTube channel wasn't just because I disagreed with what CG was doing. Now I disagree with a lot of what CG does still, and, and I'm not going to shy away from, from giving that feedback, but I think I had a bit of a, a, a bit of a bitterness, uh, an edge to me. And a lot of that stemmed from any decision that was made that wasn't free to play friendly, that required spending of some kind. It made me bitter because I felt obligated to do it because I'd spent X amount of money, which to me, I mean, for a lot, anybody listening to this, who's a big whale, they're going to look at my budget, go a hundred dollars a month. Like, Oh my gosh, that's crazy. You know, whatever. I, I want everyone who's thinking that right now to ask themselves, before you started playing this game, if you were told that you were going to budget more than $100 a month on a mobile phone game, how would you have felt about that before you played this game? Now, that's not a judgmental comment. I'm just saying it's a lot of money. Right. It is a lot of money, regardless of where you're sitting. And I started realizing that because I'd spent that much money in the game to this point, I felt like I owed it to myself to continue doing that, to keep that trend up so that I could make that investment worth it which is called I, i've learned since it's called the sunk cost fallacy uh where you just continue sinking and sinking and sinking money into something trying to get your return for your investment and ultimately you're just never really going to get it and so that is when i realized that i mean i'm sorry this is a very long tangent nice. but you guys it's it's a big question um that's when i realized a couple things number one for me to go back to being positive um, on my channel, I need to stop spending money because this the spending is what is making me um, feel pressure that is giving me the inclination to be more uh, touchy, more uh, pessimistic, etc. Um, number two, I started thinking about, and, and I re this really drove home when I started reading the comments when I posted the video, but I felt like, I just owed it to my audience because I, I, I knew that there's so many people that came to me. They didn't come to me to hear me be a whiny little punk. 
uh, on them. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think I was super whiny, but I was starting to go that way. And I didn't like that. And so I, I felt like I owed it to them. And I'll tell you what, um, there, there were some comments that made me emotional um, reading them, just seeing people who said, you know, Cubs, I, I unsubscribed uh, before because I was tired of you. You know, I didn't want you to spend on the game and you were super negative and all that, et cetera. And these people coming back saying this, this is who I came for. This is who I subscribe for. And so it, while it's, it's a tough decision, um, I think it was the right one, especially for who I am. I feel like I'm being true to yeah. the roots. Well, I, I, I want to throw in there too, Cubs. I mean, like, because there was privately, there's been a number of discussions which uh, in the lead up to this, which you and I had had, and we'd spoken a lot. And I could sense a, a, a small tad of depression coming in there, man, about the whole spending thing. And now I talk to you and you're back to the old Cubs, bro. So it's it's certainly worked for you from a mental side, hasn't it? Definitely. Yep. Yep. I've yeah. been a lot more optimistic. And, and also an, an element of that that I didn't share is just throw YouTube out of it. Um, I started YouTubing for this game because I loved the game, right? I mean, I... I was telling all my friends about the game. I was like, try- I got, I got my brother to play and all of my brothers-in-law to play the game. I for- before I was YouTubing, I was like, you got to play, and I, I just harassed them until they started playing. I just love the game so much, and it, it's really kind of brought back a lot of that excitement. I mean, there's still parts of the game that drive me nuts. Like I think I still I, I will fight to my dying day this stupid Kyrotech thing. Uh, every character <laughs> having you know a hundred of those on them now. I just think it's ridiculous. And anyway, but uh, the, the Grand Arena, I mean, it's just, it's so fun. And streaming, it's just so fun. And so just kind of, and, and something that a free-to-play player has that, that pay-to-play players won't ever have is they learn to accept that they can't do stuff. <laughs> they yep. just learn to accept this can't be done. And no, I'm not, pay-to-play players have to accept that to some degree too. But free-to-play players, they have to have that down if they're going to enjoy the game. And that's something that, that I've got back now. I'm at least I'm trying. It's it's that, that one's a bit of a work in progress. Now. I've, I've, I've got a little bit of frustration. <laughs> no, but, I, uh, I absolutely. It. Yeah. I absolutely get that. And, you know, we're, we're very grateful to have the old cubby back. The one that brought Scotty and I together in the first place, to be honest with you. Um, and, you know, we, it's not we just that. Though, so Paul. Grateful. It's not just that, Paul. Like, you know, I mean, like, cause you know, look for me, Cubs is the first person I turn to for a lot of things in this game. And, you know, yeah. uh, you know, and to see what he's doing now and to see that, you know, you can do it without, Spending, man, more power to you, brother. You know, there's a lot of people out there like my own brother that will not spend any money on this game. Unlike Paul, who's got a seven star, what, Geo Brood? <laughs> uh, thanks to the Patreons for that and my, and my ship shard. Which, yeah. uh, you know, Cubby and told I mean, me to ignore ships own. for a while. Some people, that's how they have fun in the game. Uh, for me, I just... And in another element of this that I that I forgot to mention, too, is when I, I picked up Battlefront not too long ago, uh, be, before I started... Uh, before I made this commitment. And I just... I, I couldn't help but think, like, man, I picked up this game, haven't spent a dime on it, other than the $5 I spent on Origins to buy the game on PC. I, I went into Arena with uh, endgame players. I was able to kill them. Hmm. Day one, haven't spent a dime other than just getting the game downloaded. And so, you know, to me, I just, I didn't like that money was part of the enjoyment too. You know, I, I, gaming isn't about spending money. 
Mm. Gaming is about community. And that that's yeah. one thing that I love so much about Galaxy of Heroes is I've never in my life participated in a community this amazing. And I'm not just saying that. I I have friendships that go deep in this game. I mean, when I was stranded, for example, I was I was stranded in Louisville, Kentucky, and when my wife and I were flying out on vacation to Florida uh, because uh, there was a something that happened in the airport, so we got rerouted to Louisville, Kentucky, of all places. I know of somebody in the game on Louisville, Kentucky. I called him up. He met me at the hotel. We had a great chat. You know, that's, you don't get that with just any game. And so community is what it's about to me, not feeling obligated to spend money. And I'm not saying that everybody who spends is going to feel that way, but that's what it did to me. That's oh. what it did to me. And I, I had to I had to realize that I, I had to put it to stop or I was going to be miserable. I agree with you about the community. The community is why I continue to play this game. I mean, there had been a few instances in the past few years, I won't lie, Cubs, that I've actually been tempted myself to put the game down and put it away. But the community, man, it's like the Godfather. You know, once you think you're out, they suck you back in. <laughs> Yep. So, yeah, I, I would say the community gets you through the hard times. Yeah, right? I mean, there's, there's there's ups and downs. There's times like like right now with Grand Arena and territory battles. I feel like I mean I sat down to make a video today. I'm like I want to make a video about this. I want to make a video about this. I want to make a video about this. And I've got like 30 subjects I want to make videos about. And the game is super fun right now. Two weeks ago, what the hell am I going to make a video about? Like, there's nothing going on. And you know those are times when I you know if if it weren't for the constant aspect of this game, I'd probably put it down. I'd probably put it down, but the community gets you through that. Yeah, yeah. How's well, the how's you know, the galaxy and, and with you going back with you going back to everything? Um, I truly think and and making another Godfather reference, you have finally <laughs> left the gun and taken the cannoli. There you go. <laughs> and the, can- the cannoli's good. <laughs> and look, I- I've got to ask you, because you've got a uh, cool video, which is coming very, very soon. And, you know, it's something that I know that you do do a lot of work with, and uh, it's with the community. And uh, it's not only do you do your top uh, 20 characters for the month, Cubs, but one of the other things, because you get the community to vote on that, which is great. But not only do you get the community to vote on those sorts of things, but you've also got a cool little world cup sort of a thing happening man and with the cricket world cup on at the moment hey i'm loving life man i'd like i'd like to know a little bit more when are we going to be seeing the world cup of star wars galaxy of heroes so over over in australia they can get little crickets to fight each other (laughs) 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 oh dear yeah, the World Cup is fun. It's it's a ton of work, but man, when it's it's I and I, I have to give a special shout out to uh, my buddy Zane Carrick, who's uh, one of my uh, patrons, who's uh, actually organizing the whole thing this time. I just didn't have time to to organize it all, but we're um, I mean I'm I'm doing a lot of work, but he's he's really doing the work on this, um, and we we've got organized uh, communities in the game. Um, there's so many communities, right? You've got communities like the Republic, communities like Gid, communities like uh, Shadowlands, uh, your community, you know, all these communities of guilds. And we've got the uh, 16 of them organized. And all of these 16 communities are going to participate in a live draft. When does this episode air on Friday? Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow. So, so tomorrow then, when you guys are listening, it's tomorrow, Saturday morning, 11 a.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, we're doing a draft where all of the 16 communities are going to come together and they're going to draft characters in the game to participate in a World Cup-style tournament. And once we draft those characters, then uh, you, you auto the battles against uh, the, the teams, flip for who's on which side, 
and uh, you do a group stage and then on to a knockout stage uh, with eight teams. And so it's it's really fun. I've already done a round of it where we did it with actual countries, uh, just players representing each country. And uh, it's going to be fun. We're, we're only banning Malik. <laughs> Malik's the only character banned and uh, just because he's just too OP and we want we don't want anybody to have an auto win with a single character but other than that you can pick anybody you just have to alternate between factions so you can't pick two characters in a row of the same faction so, so there's going to so, be some okay. crafting Let, let's see uh, for example if I take Jedi Knight Revan I'm then banned from using any, any Jedi, Jedi old in Republic. any old public Yep. Wow. If <laughs> <laughs> you take a broad spectrum character, you are limited. You are handcuffed. You are. Yeah, big time, big time. So, you know, I, I guess that this would be quite interesting. I mean, like, I know that there's a, uh, you know, shout out to the uh, ANZ, ANZ GAC Guild, the Australian Guild. I'll be watching you guys uh, with quite a lot of interest. Uh, I see that they're a part of the World Cup Cubs. And uh, go, you good things. Come on, represent Australia. That's all I have to say. <laughs> now, go Divergence. Go Divergence. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. We're the land of misfit toys, and damn it, we're coming for your heads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Well, look, make sure you guys stick around because uh, coming up real soon, we're going to be getting into the bridge. But, uh, Cubs, just before you go, I've got to ask you, man, movie reviews. Are you still doing them? So right now, uh, that's that's actually a really good question because I really want to continue doing movie reviews. It's something that I love doing. With the the spurt I've had on Battlefront, kind of realizing, you know what, this could be really good for my channel. I still I I feel really hopeful about Battlefront. That's kind of taking a front seat right now, uh, and I'm probably going to shift towards. I've got a movie review channel, and I'm I'm going to post there, but it might not be as frequent or as committed as my main channel, and that's fine. I mean, that channel is not monetized. I'm just going to try to treat it more as a totally for fun, off the cuff. When I'm excited about movies, I'll, I'll review them um, on there, uh, but it won't be like a you know every single week kind of thing. Okay, so stay tuned for the episode nine uh, <laughs> movie review from Cubs fan Han. <laughs> I'll definitely review that. Yeah. Well, that that one because it's Star Wars. I'll probably just throw that on my main channel <laughs> <laughs> with a link to uh, the the description below to the Cubs fan Han movie reviews. Make sure you go and check those go. out. <laughs> Cubs fan Han, man, it's always a pleasure to chat to you, brother. And uh, look, we hope we can talk to you again very soon. And thanks for allowing us to be a part of the CFH network too, man. Of course, man. Of course. Thank, thank you so much for having me on your show. I lo- it's, it's been really, really fun having participated in your origin to see you guys blossom and grow. And I, I should have known the, the radio experts that you guys are, that this is what it would be. <laughs> <laughs> Flattery will get you everywhere, Cubs. Stay tuned. We'll be right back on the Escape Pod cast. The Escape Pod cast with Scotty McLaren and Paul Anthony. G'day, this is Scotty McLaren, and I'm here to tell you about one of our very, very cool Patreons, who also happens to be one of the many game changers which is out there. I'm talking about the one, the only, Urzatron. Here we go, everybody. Who's ready for some uh, Tuskins? He's the man that brings the gaffy sticks. He's also the man that brings together Lobot versus the meta. He's the man that is the king of the beauty and the beast. But you know what, Mommy? 
We ride single file, baby girl! And there you go. If you haven't been to check out Urzatron's live streams before for Grand Arena, make sure you do it because he is one of the coolest dudes which is out there and he is the heartthrob of the Outer Rim after all. You gotta get the six, baby. So, if you're looking for something to do today, especially with Grand Arena being more constant, make sure you go visit Urzatron. I fully endorse the man, and so does Cora. Don't leave us waiting. We can make all your fantasies a reality. is the premier remodding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaeus will rebuild your roster from top to bottom and give you consultation on where to go from there. Micaeus has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and lots of useful additional services, including a full cleanup of your mods, loadout pages, PvP plans and more. Contact Micaeus today on Discord at all lowercase Micaeus number 0127 that's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S number 0127 or at micaeusmods at gmail.com Micaeus Modding Mayhem the official remodding service of the Escape Pod cast The Escape Pod cast Guild Classifieds Anakin's younglings are looking for you, because after all, he can't do it alone. Enlist today. If you've got a minimum GP requirement of three and a half million, you top the 100 in arena, you're in the top 150 in fleet arena, you get your 600 daily, you're on Discord, and you are a Jedi Knight Revan. Well, enlist today with Anakin's younglings. They get 45 stars in light side territory battles, have 212 million GP, and get 48 stars in dark side territory battles with a low turnover and they're a mature guild with global members get in touch with Lone Star that's Lone L-O-N-E S-T-A-R-R hashtag 3247 on Discord to find out more or head to swgoh.gg forward slash g forward slash 132 forward slash Anakin's hyphen younglings and be a part of the guild today if you like what you hear on the Escape Pod cast, sign up to become a Patreon today. Support Scotty and Paul for as low as $2 a month and you can help them launch Escape Pods for months to come. Visit patreon.com slash the Escape Pod to sign up. Support us today. The CFH Network presents The Escape Pod. And welcome back to the Escape Pod cast. And uh, guys, if you'll just indulge me for two seconds here. Let's go, get it, everybody. Let's go, get it, Urs. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> so, yeah, so see, we, we we watch Urs while we're uh, while we're pl- while we're doing the Escape Pod. Indeed, Cats. we do. Indeed, we do. Let's go hit it, Urz. And, uh, yeah, he is, of course, uh, on <laughs> fire. Uh, love the Urzatron. Uh, go over and, uh, you know, give that guy a like and, uh, you know, help him out as well. I know that he's trying to get to a uh, specific goal at the moment, uh, especially with subscribers. So he's our boy, Urz, and uh, we love him a lot. So get over there and go and say hi to him. Hey, uh, Paul. And we just want 1% yeah, of that. 
All we want is just one percent of what Urs yeah, has. That's right. That's right. Hey, uh, what's he doing now? Just quickly, let's uh, let's just see. What's he doing? Oh, care, careful with the music, oh, yeah. Scotty. Careful oh, with yeah. the music. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So he's on the hunt to try and get to ten k, is Urs at the moment. Let's just uh, let's just see how he's going. Come on, Urs. And we are live, baby, live. Friday night in the hall in the outer rim. Guys, let me just set the stage for you. Been working my ass off all day doing marketing automation in a different galaxy. And got my, I did did my exercise. Yeah, boys, ouchin', baby. Getting it hot up in the hall. Uh, got all my exercise in. All right, all right. We, 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 we have the bridge that we got to do <laughs> Sorry here. about that. We, I had to know. do that. I had to do that. Had to do that. Uh, get over there and go and like him. But no. <laughs> Yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah, you heard the commercial in the uh, in the break. It, go go support Urzatron. Um, you know he he should know better than to go live while we're live. Yeah, damn that's it. true. That's true. Well, he's only just gone live, so we're about to wrap up. And I know that I, I, know, I know that that's what he wants to do. Uh, fighting drunks over there at the moment with him as well. So uh, yeah, happy birthday to you too, fighting drunk. And but, shout out to Tenpool. Yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> have to do that. <laughs> It, it, it's always Tenpool's birthday every yeah. single week. Now, um, actually, Fighting Drunk, he says he's listening to us while watching Urs. So, Fighting Drunk, he had a question. He's one of our Patreons. Yes. Uh, if you guys have any questions, post them in the Listener Lounge right now, and we'll uh, we'll try to get to them. Patreons do, of course, get priority. Yep. Fighting Drunk asked, um, during the T... Uh, this being a question for us being Territory Wars and Territory Battle Commanders... How do we feel about having to add a comment into the notes when just trying to lock or focus on a territory? I noticed that right away. Um, right when Territory Battle started, I clicked the button. I was like, "What? I, I am setting a command. I am setting a command. You know, um, you know, just throw in, do it, or see Discord. That usually works do for it. me. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> now. No. <laughs> go over there and uh yeah make sure you do it uh yeah look I, i'm fine with it i think it's fine like it's always nice to be able to say something to your guild you know you could always say uh you know hey shameless self-promotion just like hellenix does uh you know you could possibly even do that just write that in there just write anything silly like you know hey check out this snake uh, or check out this crocodile, or how about this kangaroo? Uh, you know, I, I like seeing those sorts of silly Discord messages and those silly in-game messages as well, Paul. I think that that's a, that's a definite thing you should do. You know, yeah, you could even say, Heinessy is a legend if you want to. Uh, you know, you could do that. You could do that. <laughs> Don't you mean horse box? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So yeah, look, you know, yeah, just just say whatever you want uh, in the um, in the in the comment box. Uh, you know, I think it's hilarious. I think it's fun to let's make it fun. You know, you don't need to always be like see Discord or do that. Make it fun. Like give people a reason to actually click on it and go. That's quite quality. I like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, do we have any other questions? I actually, I think that uh, uh, Zed asked, "Who is Tenpool? Tenpool is a Ten myth. There is no Tenpool. Only Tenpool Zool. is a myth. Uh Tenpool <laughs> is a myth." Uh, just, just quickly, uh, we do have a quick question, which is uh, an incoming transmission, guys. Is back in action tonight. 
Uh, Joshua Hayden with the $2 donation. Shoddy boy is the man. He says, shoddy boy. All right. <laughs> Sorry, that was an incoming transmission, guys. I apologize. Uh, it's just us uh, doing his thing. <laughs> uh, apropos wants to know if he could get an escape podcast lullaby because his kids won't go to sleep. Ooh. So uh, go to sleep. Go to sleep. Darth Vader will force choke. <laughs> go to sleep. Go to sleep. Or he'll kill you while you're dead. I don't know. There you go. Oh, I love it. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, who says that we don't do silly singing on this show? Uh, we all do. Uh, and uh, yeah. Oh, look. We... And, and I hope. I owe our people a parody song, but I really want. And okay. I. I we didn't run any commercials for it, but I will mention it right here, yeah. right now, as I speak. Let me go. Let me go take a look. Go on. All right. GoFundMe.com/slash Mrs. Anthony. Guys, we are just a one thousand five hundred and nine dollars away from me just closing this out and 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 being done with it. If you can help, GoFundMe.com slash Mrs. Anthony. Do that today <laughs> if you can um, as you're listening to this. Or or if, you know, you have a rich uncle Pennybags that just wants to help out there and just put the stamp of approval on it. Let's just get this done because if we hit that 15K, I will be obligated to travel to Arizona and talk and do a music video with the guest we just had on cubs fan mm, Han, mm. for slice slice mm, baby absolutely absolutely and uh yeah make sure you do that get involved in that uh please do please do donate as well and uh you know look i've got to send it a shout out to to another content creator it's good to have him here with us too deadpool kyle thanks mate thanks for dropping by uh it's good to have you guys here in fact i'm gonna do something that's a little bit different and i'm gonna wrap uh you know i'm gonna do something that uh you know uh, our good friend Urs likes to do so sorry Urs, i'm just gonna uh you know take uh some of your thunder here i want to send in a shout out to everyone that's in the recording studio with us this evening uh apropos blackened bringer of chaos cascade denarius uh darth Sebrus, darth derb uh dt kobe uh fighting drunk gangster grievous Grande is here. Uh, Heinze, also Jabrak, Jay Solo, Curtis Blow, uh, Maverick, Mega Crippleton, who is the guild leader of the uh, of the Yavin Four, uh, Nevrock, Plasma, Savage Diva, the Greek, the Nev, the Sarlacc, the Zed, Uber, Zane, and Dagger. You guys are all here. Big th shout outs to all you guys, and uh, make sure you check out all their guild stuff as well in the guild classifieds because you can go and go and join those guilds as well which is uh, always good. So just thought I'd send in a shout out to everyone that's listening to us. Big thank you for uh, tuning in, guys. Uh, had to throw that out there. So I just thought I'd steal something from Urs. He told me that we should do this more often, Paul. And I said to him, yes, we should. So there you go, Urs. There's a shout out for you, brother, that uh, you told me we should do it. So we did. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Heinze actually asked. Yeah. Um, Heinze asked, how's, uh, how's Christy? Yes. Um, so for the first time in, I want to say almost seven months, she was walking for an entire week without a cane or walker. Um, 
that was amazing. That was amazing. And uh, she still needs the oxygen at night. But other than that, she's without it. And we're pushing along. So thank you for asking, yeah, Heinze. She's doing, she's doing okay. Um, but, you know, like the bills are still racking up, though, aren't they? Well, we've hit the deductible. Yep. But it's not the bills that are racking up. It's the phone calls that are coming in. Hey, you still owe this this thousand dollars yeah yeah we know we yeah. know it's problematic and uh yeah yes yeah. that's yeah. all right so yeah make sure we'll get it yeah, done make sure that uh you know you guys go and give her a hand uh if you can as well uh lots of love coming your way too paul uh which is good in the listener lounge as well man and christy's way as well which is always a beautiful beautiful thing Hey, uh, all right. Well, guys, look, that about wraps us up on the Escape Podcast uh, for yet another week. And, Paul, you know, I, I just got to say, man, that it's just an absolute pleasure to do this show with you each and every week, man. And I love all of our listeners. I love everyone that comes along and uh, shows us the amount of support that you guys do on this show. Without you guys, it's, you know, we wouldn't have a show. Uh, so thank you very much, guys. We really appreciate it. And also to our production crew in the background as well, the Llama, the Sarlacc, the Zed, uh, you guys are just absolutely sensational. And uh, also big uh, shout out to the Danku as well, who uh, just continues to just uh, go from strength to strength. The Danku, man, you are an absolute star. We love everything that you got that you do, brother. So thank you, man. And we can and we cannot forget the, the Nev, Nev indeed, who gives us the 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 uh, the escape podcast for kids. I. Uh, I did the pause at the wrong part, but that's okay. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> but many thanks to him for his continued support. He may be instrumental in getting us going live soon mm. um, across multiple platforms. So stay tuned mm. for that. That's uh, that, that could be a premiere in July for the Escape Pod. And Cast. I've also got to say as well, shout out to the Nev as well. I know that he's still hurting, especially after Australia absolutely pumped the poms on Tuesday night. Oh, don't be mean. <laughs> Had to go there. I'm sorry. We were in the live stream earlier today, and we loved every second of it on that night. Uh, Nev was saying it's going to be all good, but uh, Australia on fire. But, mate, Nev, we love you, brother. We absolutely love you. Don't. don't <laughs> He's unhappy. <laughs> to, to, our, to our England listeners, I'm just going to tell you this. Don't worry. This will not make it into. Oh yes, it will. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yes, it will. All right, guys, it's time to get out of here. Paul, what do I need to do? Oh man, Scotty, I I think you need to to look over to your right. Yes. Point to the sky. Yes. Point your finger down, and Scotty, push. Don't mind if I do. And Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi! What's going on? Where the hell are we? Attention! This is Colonel Sanders in forward command. Abandon ship! Abandon ship! All personnel proceed to escape pods! Close down the circuits! Evacuate the suit! Southern structure has been activated! Abandon ship! Where is it? Where is it? It's gonna be here! Out of order! Even in the future, nothing works! This ship will self-destruct in exactly 10 seconds. Counting down. Ten. Nine. Eight. Six. Six! 
Thank you. Hello, friends. This is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy, the Escape Pod cast was filmed in front of a live studio audience full of tweaked out murder bears. Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. Boom.